Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Monday, Columbus, you okay? Yeah, yeah. Screwing with uh, yeah, knobs just diddling and... some knobs here. Seeing what I can do. I diddle away, my friend. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Columbus is here. Good morning. Hey guys. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Boy, that horn brightens everybody's day. That's it's my alarm clock. I just wait, squeeze it when I wake up. Uh huh. Well, it's nice to see you. Oh, Moon's here, too, in King's Scott. Hey, baby. Oh, hey, hey boys. Up, I don't care about you. Good right morning. No, I care about Clombus. Energy up. I well, care I about Clombus as well. I see you guys every morning. I've known him the longest. <laughs> oh, well. It's not a contest, guys. We're all, yes, we're all a is. gang. Uh, uh, we see, are all a gang. Now you, need to, now you need to realize that in this room, it is a contest. Everything's a contest. I've known Moon the longest. That's right. Well, you, like you do the have the statue erected of yourself outside. <laughs> What's that? You do have the I've known Clombus, the longest statue erected outside the building. Good for it's you. It's a picture of me. It says, has known Clombus since Yeah, dripping in metal. Yes. How was your uh, Christmas break? It was really nice, man. Really nice. Had a great end of the year. Did a few great gigs. Uh, overall, it was fantastic, man. And now I'm looking forward to the beautiful year of 2023. Yeah, what's what's on the schedule for Clownvis in 2023? What do we what do we have to look forward to? Man, I like to take the uh, the winters off from hitting the road. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like road dogging in the winter. So uh, until the springtime, I am committed to uh, my internet show and to uh, just getting better on. Uh, the different platforms that I use, you know, the broadca- broadcasting platforms mm-hmm. that I use on YouTube and TikTok and things like that. Uh, I feel if I commit to those, 
I can really engage people and, and, and bring a lot to the table, throw out new songs, throw out new videos, things like that without, uh, without having to hit the road, the icy roads, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you use this time to, to write, record? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, really be creative. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my studio, uh, that I use to broadcast from, I've stripped it down and I'm building it all the way back up, just making sure that everything is uh, at peak performance and, um, there's no glitches, making sure all the files are put in the right way, just mm -hmm. making things uh, organized. That's what I like to do in the in the winter time. Is well, we have a lot of glitches here. Are we are we streaming on YouTube right We're now? Streaming. All right, yes. no glitches this morning. Hi, no death. glitches this morning. Oh, speaking of new music, Looking and sharp. and thanks to, uh, I want to give credit to whoever sent this over to us, uh, Tasman. Oh yeah, Tasman, our buddy. <laughs> Uh, Bob from Bob and Bev. Sure, Bob yeah. And Bev? Uh, I, I don't know you personally, know but them. I know who they are, yeah. Of them. Uh, we are huge fans here on the Rich Show of Bob and Bev. They're out there in Ohio, I believe, or uh, Indiana, I believe. I'm not sure. <laughs> could, be, could be either one. Either one. Same place. <laughs> either one. Uh, and they have like a great karaoke setup in their basement, and they crank out these, uh, they, they crank out these karaoke covers of very hit songs. They are going on 68,000 subscribers. That's awesome. 68,000. <laughs> and we, we stumbled upon them, and we are, we are huge fans here. In fact, we are such fans that we have all bought Bob and Bev merch. Yeah, Good. I do, have a, merch. I do have a Bob and Bev sweatshirt that I do wear quite often. It's got two dragons on it. Nice. Better than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's better than one dragon? Two dragons on a sweatshirt. That's what I'm saying, man. Never stop. When you think you got it, never stop. Just go a little bit further. Uh -huh. Hey, don't forget, we have their merch. And they have our merch. Yeah, yeah, we sent Whoa. them a box of wrist show stuff and point stuff. I bet they love it, man. They love it. And in fact, in the new video that Bob put out, he is wearing a 105.7 The Point T-shirt. Oh, that's, that's right. big, man. That's uh, big. Among see, other T-shirts, because this. Uh, so Bev, I guess, has been under the weather. Something's going on with Bev. Maybe she's just taking a rest. Uh, maybe she's just producing behind the camera. Because mm -hmm. this, uh, this latest one is the Bob's. It's is, three Bob's. It's called the Bob's. Oh, and the lead, tricky. Yeah, the lead singer, the Bob, the middle Bob. He's wearing the point shirt. Yeah, you want to uh, put it up on the screen? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Putting us on the map. What's the song? Yeah. Uh, well, you'll hear. Oh, it's a. Oh, you'll hear. It's Ready? a classic. Hit it. Let's see. Back. Well, he picked one with a minute and a half intro. Man of the Box, Allison Chance, <laughs> covered by The Bobs. Enjoy, guys. Play a minute or two of it. Oh, there's one Bob. Bob. Oh, there they are. Ah. It's actually pretty good, dude. Ah. Sounds like a shaman or something. What did he say? Will you come and save me? Save me. Oh, I see it. Here we go. Uh -oh. Come on, bring it, buddy. Be my eyes. Can't oh. 
turn down the background. I can listen to that as I go to bed. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. So if you want to look that up He's in ripping, all, the, all their videos, it's Bev and Bob style music. Look it, that up on uh, on YouTube. He's already got a thousand, a thousand something uh, like plays thousand in, in a couple hours. Pretty Crushing good it. stuff, man. I like it, man. I like it. I like anybody that gets out there and just puts right. it out there. We want to encourage that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, that creativity. Yeah. Hey, get out there. Uh, yeah. Put yourself out there. By, by the way, great job, Bob. Update, Bev is working on a new video as well. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, that drops. The lady in the box. Oh, I love it. The first, <laughs> the, first, uh, the first comment, the legend returns. Yeah, the legend comes alive. Thank God you're back. I guess there was a bit of controversy. I do love those guys. With uh, with Beb and Bob. What do you mean? I guess, you know, the the big thing on, on TikTok and YouTube are these reaction videos. Yeah. So that's people basically stealing other people's content yep. and reacting yeah. to said content. And somebody had picked a, a Bev and Bob video to react to and was not very nice. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They were not very nice. And uh, I think they were both like, you know what? If this is how we're going to be received, well, we might as well just not do it. Yeah. I could see that being a punch in the gut, and I've thought about that. I mean, people could do that with my videos. You know, somebody could take it and just look at it and be like, wow, this guy is off, you know, and really uh, without taking in the whole picture, you know. Yeah. Um, and I am off, but mm. uh, <laughs> they wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> yeah. But when but, you say it about yourself, it's Yeah, thing. yeah. Or, you know, when, when you're being kind of, you know, I think Bob and Bev are probably somewhat humble in their mm -hmm. um, uh, demeanor, and they, they don't, you know, they don't think that they're number one in the world. They're just having fun with it, putting it out there, you know. And uh, it's a sweet thing, and it's a bad thing to stomp on or laugh at, you know. Like, well, they just want to make people smile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what, it's a dangerous what, world out there, man, with these reaction videos. And then someone gets two million views off your video, but you don't uh, get none of that credit, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the credit for reacting off your video. Because we're looking confused. You worked hard for. <laughs> hey, listen, there's not a there's not a lot of good forces of, uh, you know, for, for good out there. Right. And yeah. I think Bev and Bob are. Yeah, they seem good. They seem sweet. They seem like very nice people. And, you know, keep rocking. Bob and Bev. Keep rocking. Keep rocking. Um, if you are looking for a new gig, and this is from CNN.com, ready to relish the role of a lifetime? I'll take it. Is this the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? They are currently recruiting the next class of drivers for the iconic Wienermobile. You know, we always we always hear about this. We always hear about the the uh, the call for the next driver. But then I don't see much. I don't. I mean, isn't it supposed to be a social media gig? It's driving across the country. Oh, and I've, doing I've stuff? seen. You do see it? I, I've seen it around here. I think the last time I saw the Wienermobile was up in Washington on uh, on 100, just okay. cruising. So it's, le <laughs> it's less like social media stuff and more like local events. Local. I events mean, you're travel. You are traveling the country. So this year, so so it's a it's a year long gig. So if you are what they call a hot dogger. Mm -hmm. The year-long hot dogger gig is available for a, their words, a cadre of recent college graduates, according to the news release from Oscar Mayer. Each driver selected will visit over 20 states in the hot dog-shaped vehicle, travel more than 200,000 miles, serve as an Oscar Mayer spokesperson at over 200 events a year, and document their journey on social media. And you can only eat hot dogs. That's it. <laughs> In all honesty, it's probably a great gig as as far as like the actual 
gig itself, it's fun. You get to travel and all that kind of stuff. That's that's wonderful. Oh, see the country. But and yeah, get paid. But on top of that, it's it's great for resume and all that. Like you've got now social uh, social media experience. You've got traveling experience. You've got all these things that you're going to offer immediately, of, all packed into a year. Just a year's worth yeah. of work. Like you're covering like four or five bases to to show your next employer. And I kind of. Uh, it's 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 kind of lined up with um, when we were on tour uh, a, a whole bunch. There was a lot of street teams. Remember the street team yeah. stuff? Well, let's even say that's like a street teamer for the radio station. It really, yeah, yeah, but it really is. But I'm I'm just saying, like, um, I remember these these two these two people who went went on to do like some pretty awesome stuff. They were low level street teamers that got the gig. I think it was with Island Def Jam because I think they were with Thrice. Were they with Thrice when they were when they were touring with us? I'm not sure. Anyway, they were they were following our tour and we met up with them a few different times. And they were in a truck, not with a hot dog, but they were in a truck with like, you know, an island ad on it. And they just followed tours and did this exact same thing. This was before social media, but it was like Local street team stuff, and they travel, and they had the greatest time of what their life. Gig. Yeah, it's almost like uh, you don't have to do anything at the end of the day. You just kind of parade around in the they hot dog out. machine, and then it's a sweet yeah. Game. And they, they hung out with us in the in the band thing. They hung out with us because we all got to know them. They were sweet people, and like it was just like they they said like, oh, we thought this was going to be kind of rough, you know, and getting up early and just slinging CDs, and, and they're like, it was an absolute party, and they yeah. got, they got a ton of experience, and then went on to work for labels. Imagine everywhere you pull up, people smile. Get excited. The only downside is parallel parking that hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, that, I think the Wienermobile has a backup camera now. <laughs> Good, yeah. <laughs> the new model. The new model, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's got the self-parking. But that is a, that, what a great gig for somebody who just graduated college. Yeah. That'd be fun, boy. Yeah, I've seen it driving down the highway, and you know, yeah, you just you know, you can't take your eyes off, and it's good. It's good. No, you smile. <laughs> there are a total of twelve Wienermobile positions available for 2023, according to Oscar Mayer, uh, and the competition is fierce. In the past years, less than one percent of applicants were selected, so they get a ton of resumes, and less than one percent of applicants get the job. Ideal candidates are outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic, graduating college seniors who have an appetite for adventure and are willing to see the country through the windshield of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. What so you do got to be a college grad, huh? Yeah, bachelor's degree in public relations, journalism, communications, advertising, or marketing is a plus. That's why those promotion jobs are fun. Whenever I did the Super Soaker one. Yeah, you've got the most experience. Yeah, I've got to do this a few times, and uh, that one was awesome because everyone underneath me had degrees in this, and I was a tour manager, and I had no degree, and uh, it was awesome. For you super were, soakers? Yeah. The Wasn't water gun? Your yeah. nickname in, in high school? <laughs> <laughs> it was Moon's nickname. So. Taking the old super soaker around town. <laughs> Not enough people knew me to give me a uh, nickname. It was defective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you did it... Um, you did it for Super Soaker, and didn't you do it for another company as well? You yeah. part of the Super Soaker Cell Street phone? team? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was he was not no, a part a, of it. He was the boss. Yeah, I was he the was. Boss. He was it. Yeah, uh, that was pretty sweet. And then uh, yeah, there was uh, AT and T and some other company. I can't yeah, remember. Sing singular the Singular Live singular. Lounge. Yeah, that's cool. You go out and throw out CDs for AT and T or uh, no? They waiting, came over. Ho they hold music. They bought shirts from me for charity. Well, that's how I got my. My foot in the door as far as getting a radio job. Street team. And actually, you know what? 25 years ago this week. Congratulations. 25, 25 years, 25 baby. Years in the business this week. That's legendary, Riz. 1998. I'm doing the math right now. It's 25 years. Yeah. 1998. <laughs> math a, was not required. Starting as a street teamer. Started, I actually started as an intern and then did that for a couple months and worked my way up onto the street team, which $8 an hour. 
to me was a million dollars an hour. Yeah. It didn't matter. It yeah, didn't matter. To, to go to events and be a part of the events. That's amazing. So street teamers, jobs included, driving the van to concerts. What doesn't suck about that? <laughs> Handing out stickers in front of concert venue. Doesn't suck. Sneaking into concerts. Wait, wait. You're saying the van thing didn't suck? You said what doesn't suck about that? Uh, nothing, because it was awesome. Oh, I see. Okay. I'd get to go to concerts for free. I just put on a 92.3 K-Rock t-shirt, stand in front of the venue at the beginning, greet the people, go into the show, at the end of the show, hand out stickers at the end. Yeah, boy, that's a job. Awesome. That's better yeah. than Boston Market or something like that. That's awesome. a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did have a friend who worked at Boston Market. That was pretty cool, too. No shame. to Yeah, my friend, my, I, had a, I say that because I had a buddy who used to give me free chickens. So. Oh, dude. <laughs> They're closed now, so I can say that. Yeah. Is that closed for good? I don't know. This one is. I ain't seen one in no, 20 years. They, I knew a chick that worked at Boston Market. and uh, The corn was great, right? It came like she a would bring home trays. Like the tray, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the serving trays. Fast food Thanksgiving dinner. There's so much food at that place, boys. My boy, my buddy would give me a full chicken every time. I'm like, you don't got to do that, man. I'd be nervous with this full chicken walking out. She would bring trays home and just, and, and the one she'd go back to work, she it was the metal trays. Because <laughs> it was going to the dumpster. Otherwise, right? it was going to the dumpster. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, cup of corn. Good there stuff. was one Boston market. That I, I remember being open around here. On oh, South Limburg? It was the one in Clayton. It was by the Schnooks. I think that's off. Um, Got me there, man. McCausland, by it's the not, Amico sign. It's not my scene. Yeah. Down that that way. There was a Schnooks down the road there. I think that may be Clayton, but there was a Boston market in there for the longest time. Only one I knew of was South Limburg, right across from the old Lions Choice. Well, the old Lions Choice, and then it moved. But then I haven't seen the Boston Market since. That then. was a rotisserie chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like it was like fast food Thanksgiving dinner. That's what mm -hmm. I. That's exactly. What I thought. Yeah. You get yeah, like very hearty corn yeah, gravy. Yeah. Very hearty meal. Oh, and they had the mac and cheese there with the corkscrew. Yeah. Oh, that stuff was great because they because they peppered it, or, or maybe I peppered. Yeah. It. No, I saw one in a different town not long ago. I said, "There's there's a Boston Market," and we didn't stop there. But that, I, I I I don't think I've seen one in a long time. <laughs> that's a bad story. Hey, that's a Boston Market. <laughs> and there goes a Boston Market. I could have saved that one. I don't know why. I noticed seeing it. You know what's noted? All right, there you go. This one. Oh, yesterday I was watching Comedy Central. I guess Comedy Central now just airs Seinfeld. Seinfeld in the office. Oh, that's it's so it. weird, man. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's now like it's Nick at Night for our for for nineties TV. I guess so. It's just Seinfeld. In but the they office, get like two or three shows, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, but the episode with. Uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Oh, yeah. Kenny Rogers had a chicken place, the one where they opened right outside Kramer's window mm -hmm. and the light. Just red light. The red light in. would never go off. I go, <laughs> man, I never got to experience Kenny Rogers Roasters. Was there really one? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know about that. There's a few, right? I think it was a legit chain. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if there were any in the St. Louis area. No, doubt no, no. Yeah, I'm sure I would have heard of that. <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roasters. It was called Mr. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Mr. Fast Food Chicken himself over here. Kenny <laughs> Rogers Roasters is a chain of chicken-based restaurants founded in 91 by country musician Kenny Rogers and former KFC CEO John Brown Jr. Um, let's see. Early investor. Da, 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 da. Let's I, I don't think they're around I'm Trying anymore. to find a closed date. I went, to, uh, Kenny. No, I went to Flavor Flav's chicken place. He had a, Flavor Flav had a chicken place in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Decent? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was real good. Wow. Kind of like Popeye style, you know, fried chicken. Despite the huh. chain's end in the United States, Kenny Rogers Roasters continues to flourish in Asia under the ownership of uh, some group. 
Um, let's see. But the, 2011. Boy, they love, and out in Asia, they love fried chicken. By, and Kenny Rogers. By 2011, they had grown to 140 restaurants across Asia. Can, uh, expansion in Malaysia, Philippines, and more recently, southern China. So... Dude, in Japan, still what do they say? It. In Japan, KFC is KFC's tremendous. Rocket. There's a there's a there's a KFC in Shibuya uh, in Shibuya Station, and a lot of times when you go, to, you've been in Japan a lot. No, I haven't. Oh, I thought you did. I no. thought. Okay. Uh, the. Um, what do you think of the other Columbus? <laughs> no, no, no. I was thinking of it was, I thought I thought I thought your band did well. No, in, no, in no. We never did. No. Well, there's um there's a lot of fast food stuff, and some of it is what you want or expect, you know, and like, especially when you're American, you're first over there, you're like, look, oh, KFC, you something familiar. <clears throat> yeah. And KFC was pretty familiar. Uh, Outback or uh, Denny's, not so much. Even the McDonald's, <laughs> they'll have totally different yeah, yeah. menu items, the EB sandwich and that kind of stuff. KFC was an embassy of sorts. It, re- it really was like, a, oh yeah, this is what I'm getting. Yeah. I know what I'm getting. Familiarity. Yeah. Does the Kenny Rogers chicken have a picture of his face on it? Uh, uh, no, I thought it was just. Here's what this a one looks like. So the chicken. chicken eclipsed the artist. This one now just says Roasters has this flame here and says Kenny Rogers. Yeah, what a way! Slap a picture of him on there, man. You know, like they do with the Peter Pan <laughs> peanut butter. If you, uh, yeah. If you put a guy that I can relate to, like an actual picture of a the guy character. on something. I'll buy it right up. Yeah. Which version of Kenny Rogers chicken. though? We talking like late version? Well, we talking no the, the gambler. gambler. Oh no, <laughs> the see, gambler I, version. I want six pack from the movie Six Pack. Surely you guys have seen that. Not, I've been talking not, about it for a decade. Not late, face tight. No, Kenny yeah. Rogers. Give me that. Give me that well-fed gambling, mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers. I do have some good news <laughs> for him. In the for Phil- him, for Kenny Rogers. Well, his business uh, in in uh, the passed. Philippines, he has. They have debuted the what is it? The uh, largest, the first, and the biggest three D interactive billboard of roasted chicken in the Philippines. So, and that's recently. Yeah. No. All is, right. Been waiting, yeah. been waiting for that. The man's not around to oh, enjoy man. that. So. That's a that's a damn shame. But right. back to the Wienermobile. Uh, and it says in addition to driving the Wienermobile across the country, drivers will also act as brand ambassadors for Oscar Mayer, organizing promotions, representing the company's meat products, mm, in meat interviews product. and at events. The job posting says the full time role comes with competitive salary. And that expenses, benefits, and team apparel will be covered by Oscar Mayer. Uh, aspiring Wienermobile drivers can apply for the position anytime before January 31st. What is a what is a uh, competitive salary for a driving a Wienermobile 200,000 miles? How do you how do you good. how do you compare uh, that? Yes, whatever they want, because like, go go, <laughs> yes, go drive another Wiener if you don't <laughs> like this. You have no expenses, no expenses for the year, <laughs> yeah, right? Which, so you, so everything's excellent. paid for. Yeah, you take you say, oh, my lease is up. And I'm going to get this gig and not have a home. Well, I mean, these people are going to pay for my home in a different city every night for the next year. It's 50 awesome. grand? That would, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, uh, maybe f- between 50 and 75, somewhere yeah. in there. Oh, my They're gosh. Gonna, yeah. I think 50 grand is good. That would be exceptional. It'd be a sweet job, especially knowing that there's an end to it all and you're just on a little wacky adventure in that thing. Yeah, 50 grand that you're just packing away. Don't forget, like, your per diems and all that are going to cover your food. You, you, oh, yeah. you, you play that smart, start eating peanut butter and jelly like I did on tour. Or you hot come dogs. home with your per diems. Yeah. Although I couldn't take the job because I can't lie about my love for Oscar Mayer. I... Not a hot dog guy. Maybe once you learn how they're made, that would help. Well, that's oh, what. Yeah. <laughs> that's what really turned me off to hot dogs, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that always helps, man. Like you just take it to what we the do at Oscar Mayer is. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to know too much about that. You don't want to be that much of an ambassador. I'm, I, I'm not a huge hot dog guy. <laughs> You don't say. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, man. You and I, talk, you and I actually. So you take about that, that out of context. That <laughs> sounds terrible. 
We we found our brand. Remember, if if you have to, there was a brand. Like, I'm, I'm, I like Hebrew National. That's our brand. Hebrew National. If you're going for it, you go for. I like what is the ballpark Frank ones? The, uh, the ballpark Frank. Ballpark what they're called? Franks. Ballpark Franks. Yeah. <laughs> no, the ones they have at the stadium. No, the ones, the they, ones have they, the they sell. The Hunter. <clears throat> right there's like the ad with like the the guy with the trumpet. Is that what they are? Yeah. It's like a Hunter. horse rider with a trumpet, which makes, I guess, sense. Uh, Hunting hot dogs with his trumpet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I watched a video once of how hot dogs are made from the begin, like from, from the cow, because you know all beef hot dog, and what they use, and it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. You know what mechanically separated uh, meats are? Uh, I have an idea. I've never really looked too closely. <laughs> it but like- I imagine it's. Something like that, <laughs> over and over again. Until... A lot of ripping and tearing. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, it's a pink ooze. Yeah, that that's what I mean. A, a lot of separating, a lot of separating. Then well, I think with Hebrew National, uh, you know, there's a rabbi somewhere around there that's making sure everything's kosher. <laughs> Say, yep. That's the job, man. Be the rabbi that blesses the hot dogs. I mean, how easy to just go around and just... No, they don't make the sign. Clavis made the sign. Oh, yeah, front. what do they do? <laughs> that's, a, that's a Catholic. Splash some water in it. So. No, that's also, I, I believe. Yeah, that's also. Man, what does this guy do? Does he do anything? Does he got to uh, sing a little song? Pastor? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that Maybe works. Maybe there's some snipping involved. Yeah, we got to figure this out. That's the gig, boy. <laughs> yeah, that, there's a specific way they do things in order to be certified kosher. So I figured there's a rabbi on site. Saying, what, what is it? No, no pigs? No uh, something else. It's, it's the way they're slaughtered, I think. it's. Oh, it is? How, is that really? I, I believe so. And there's some with dignity or that's something. I don't know. I would do something if a company wanted to uh, have their hot dogs blessed by Clownvis. I would do that. Just walk around. <laughs> mm, and, just, uh, just, just Get away a hairnet, though. Uh, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you honk over the hot dogs? <laughs> yes, is, I would honk over is them Is there all. a brand that you would, you, you could, if, if, hey, you get a year off to be an ambassador for something, what would you be the ambassador for? Oh, man. For anything. Are we anything. talking foods or, or food, whatever. Mm-hmm. You gotta travel the country and be an ambassador for blank. Well, I mean, anybody in a band does that for your band. That's what? basically what it is. Yeah, something off uh, the company. Hmm. I'll say I don't know, you guys got any ideas? That's a good question. Yeah, I got a good yeah. one. And I'm surprised he didn't say it's national parks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you go to all the national parks and get the Yep. Anything nature. Yeah. Like a camping company? No fun. <laughs> pa- Patagonia. All right, well, how about this one then? Bass Pro. I would love to do Bass Pro. I yeah, Bass Pro. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think of what, what do I you end up with? Drive right a big tackle box. Yeah. <laughs> Conservation. Uh, Patagonia. I would do Patagonia. Conservation. Boring. <laughs> cool. Nah. <laughs> trying to think of what I would end up with the most uh, extra swag from. <laughs> yeah, <I> can, you <laughs> know. Well, again, Patagonia, because like uh, that stuff is so expensive, but it's 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 expensive for a reason. Have you seen all the stuff that they're that oh, yeah, based no, on that's top of the line, years? baby? Mm-hmm. You see somebody with a Patagonia jacket, you go, ooh, ooh they're the going owner, up dude? a mountain. Uh huh. The owner gave away his fortune. Did that whole thing? Like, have they been like setting standards as far as actual good that a company can do in in the world right now? So I would be proud to to represent them. I'm trying to think of what. Brand I, I'm I'm so loyal to that would actually drive a vehicle shaped like whatever that is. Garfield. You, you, look, you looking for swag or just you know? Some, I'm looking to rep. I'm looking karma. to. I'm looking to spread the word. Hmm. I was say like shoes, Nike. Uh, you got a Wally's hat. How about yeah, Wally's? Wally's. Wally's yeah. Well, there's only two. <laughs> yeah. Wally's. Just back and forth between <laughs> them. Uh, hey, welcome to California. I'm here to tell you about <laughs> some Midwestern. 
No, Wally's has to blow up, man. There'll be more of them, man. The whole the, the country needs Wally's everywhere. For sure. Yeah. But how many I mean, how many Jeep Wagoneers from the eighties can you find? Yeah, that's really gonna be the hardest part. Because you have to have that out front. And maybe I don't know, I'm a pasta guy because I'm Italian. That's maybe too on the nose. Hey man, you represent what you love. Yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden. I thought, hey, there's a Rigatoni mobile. <laughs> it's just the it's the Rizzuto Ravioli. Or the Ravioli Rizzuto. <laughs> there goes Ravioli Rizzuto. All right, honk honk. Oh, Riz Rav, that'd be a good idea. Yep. But hey, that, you know. Yeah, Toyota uh, yeah, was Rav4. a Rav4. <laughs> Just driving a, a Rav4 with a big ravioli yeah. on top. A Rav4, it's amazing. Yeah. You're just amazing. passing out raviolis. <laughs> no, I, I do want to get to, so so for this job, they, they said like a marketing degree, uh, like you actually have to have a college education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're, you're going to be doing press and journalism mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You don't really. I mean, they might ask for one, but I know you don't really need that. Oh, I bet you You do. could do the job without it. They don't teach you nothing about hot dogs in college, do they? I don't know. For the interview, I'd come in with 20 hot dogs stuffed away. Yeah. I go, look at the hot dogs I could put in, your, in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing, I could put 15 to 20 hot dogs into my mouth right now. Let's. Well, to your point. Let's put I, it to the test. I think selling hot dogs is not about the hot dogs. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're, if you're. The marketing director for selling hot dogs. You're not talking about the hot dogs very you're, much. You're selling the lifestyle. <laughs> you have to hate hamburgers. <laughs> the hot dog lifestyle, man. Woo! You want a real barbecue? And listen, if anything, I'll just lie on my resume. Have you ever lied on a resume? I've never. No. I'm always worried about getting caught. Well, I haven't written I a assumed, you know resume that, in quite a long time. You know that whole time. crap that they tell you starting in, like, starting in elementary school about, oh, you, you better not... Get your name written on the board. That'll be on your permanent record. Oh, yeah. Where's our permanent record? I thought there at? was some guy in a government with a, a book, like God's book, you know, with your name on it and how many times you were written on the board. I mean, it's like a permanent record. That whole myth that they pushed on you and everything, it just spilled over into when you're starting to get jobs. I assumed if you lie on a resume, I mean, you're just asking to get arrested. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I assumed that was like a, there was a database yeah. where every employee said, oh, look the, at this idiot. The story of a congressman in Long Island, New York, who just completely lied about everything. Recently. Yeah, the, like in the past two weeks. Yeah. Lied about where he went to school, his degree. Lied about, I think they're saying, maybe even being gay. Oh, yeah, I heard about this, yeah. On a resume? <clears throat> that was on his resume to get in Congress. Gay. <laughs> gay college graduate. Lies on all accounts. But they say everyone lies on their resume, at least a little bit. But is that really true? Um, somebody pulled 1,000 Americans, and only 12% said they've knowingly lied on a resume before. So that's about one in eight people. Yeah, I think most people play by the rules. So if I get eight resumes in front of me, one of these people is lying. And about what, though? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> Experience. With hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah, my mistake is I always lie about my references, and I put people that don't know me, and it never works out great. I told you, boy, I'm not going to give you a good reference. Dang you keep it. putting my number down. and <sighs> Well, the, the number one thing that people lie about on their resume, it, and it's like a little white lie. It's looking like you're more interested in the job than you really are. <laughs> so how enthusiastic yeah. are you about Oscar Meyer? Oh, I live and breathe, Oscar Mayer. I mm. love hot dogs. Don't smell my breath. Yeah, but you almost have to do that, don't you? If you didn't, they wouldn't think you uh, wanted the job. I mean, uh, depends you'd... on the industry. If I was in the hot dog industry and somebody came at me saying they were enthusiastic about the hot dog industry, I go, "Well, you're out. You're a phony." Well, that's almost <laughs> acceptable. Like the most acceptable thing to lie about. Sure. Okay, fine. 
Nobody loves hot dogs that much, but I, you know, I, okay, I enjoy your enthusiasm. Here are the keys to the Wienermobile. <laughs> My dad, I come from a long line of uh, uh, hot dog hot meat dog mechanical eaters. separator inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just got to be in this industry. A long now, there, line. My grandfather are, started the mechanical separation idea. There are, you know, okay, so you lie about that. But then also, number two is people lie about their experience, where that could get you in trouble. The lying about experience can get you in trouble. I mean, if it can be traced, yeah, I don't know why you would lie about it. Uh, if they could call up call up your former employer, is that what you mean? Uh, well, Seth well, said you got or, 16 or years saying, of marketing experience, but you're 21? <laughs> so I see here you've been an air traffic controller for... 15 years, where in reality, this is your first day. Oh. There are certain professions where your experience matters. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that you're just walking into trouble there if you, uh, you know, like with any lie, you're going to walk right into a web of not good. Your past jobs, your previous job titles, your interests and hobbies, which you might list at the bottom of your resume. That's something people lie about, too. Uh, lying about your education and criminal history, uh, also up there, as far as lies on resumes. Those are two that are easy to find out. Education? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you think? I mean, except, except for the some college uh, box. I guess you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to roll the dice. Yeah, that, they're not going to call Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know a guy named Clownvis? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes, in fact. Star, star pupil. Says you graduated, Harvard. graduated Harvard in 98. <laughs> Number one in his class, too. Yeah, we have no record of any clownvis here. Huh. Now, that's when you just ask, hey, what state is Harvard in? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you even know what state Harvard's in? Yeah, New York. Or yeah, Boston. No. Boston is not a state, <laughs> and it's not New York. Thanks for playing that game, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Obviously, did not. Are you talking graduate. about the community college or the the university? No, university, <laughs> university. Uh, the, yeah, communities in New York. Uh, listen, everybody's got to start somewhere, and you got to start building your resume. Anybody a delivery driver before? I know. I know Moon has not been a delivery driver. No, I, I delivered children. Yeah. Well, I, that's. Technically, as a bus driver, as a delivery driver. I worked at a, uh, when I was a teenager, I had a job at a pizza place, and I was just like a dish guy, but they would send me out sometimes on uh, pizza deliveries if it was swamped. So I have the, uh, you know, I could lie about that on a resume. Do you, <laughs> so, so, you, I mean, you weren't a, you were, hey, we need somebody, get in the car yeah. and, and yeah. drop the Well, if, you, if yeah. you did it once, then you were a delivery driver. Yeah. Once. Count it. Yeah. I delivered musical instruments for pay- Yeah, but that's not a Ford. I'm, I'm asking a job that you would get tips for. Oh. Uh, now, say. as w- w- what company was it? Do you remember? This was Cecil Whitaker's. Cecil Whitaker's. Yeah. First place I ever got pizza. Is that right? Yeah, that was my first here. job. I was a little boy. Yeah. Somebody said, <laughs> hey, you want an authentic clown. New York little slice? Clown, Go to Cecil Whitaker's. I go, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was not that. No. It's flat. They had made a mistake, they, they thought, because it was a Racanelli's right down the street. Oh, and then confused. That's a big this difference. was in the yeah. Central West End. Mm. So there was a Cecil Whitaker's on one block, and a block and a half away was Racanelli's. They, I guess they got their pizza places mixed up. It's consonants and vowels. It's fairly easy. Uh, you know, walk in this place, I go, uh, okay, Cecil Whitaker's. 
Get a slice. Excuse me? Get a little slice. square. And they go, we don't sell by the slice here. <laughs> so how do you sell your pizza? <laughs> I said, by the inch. Yeah, and I go, what? <laughs> I will take nine inches of pizza, please. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want on it? I don't want anything. Well, people normally get stuff on their pizzas here. Okay, I'll take... Uh, Pepperoni on my nine inches. I get the white box. It was a plain white box, right? See yeah. what occurs? Plain white box. My nine inch pizza. Walk it back to my apartment in the central west end. Open it up. I go, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fresh what off the boat from this? New York, man. It's quite a difference of uh, what a pizza is. What is it? I called up my buddy who told me to go there. I go, what are you doing, man? This is not New York. Like, this is not New York Slice. Oh, whoops. Oh, I meant to I meant to tell you Racanelli's. <laughs> That's the uh when we were when we were on tour and we had a friend kind of like your ski story. Uh one of the band members was uh having some tummy aches, real mm-hmm. tummy aches. We, we were touring in a van and you know Tummy aches in a van is bad, bad, yeah. it's a nightmare. Bad news, huh? And I remembered uh oh there's a particular fruit that'll help stop you up a little bit. I was like, "Man, it's bananas." I know. I, I think, think it's I, I think it's apples. Nope. I, I think it's apples. Get a whole bunch of apple juice and just like start down an apple juice. And he crushed a case of apple juice and he just wasn't getting better. And, and then the next day he's like, dude, I've been doing everything you told me to do. And it's just getting worse. And I said, Well, you've been eating bananas? And he said, No, man, apples. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, apples is the reverse. That'll loosen you up. No, it's the bananas no. that'll stop it. <laughs> no. Yeah, bananas are the thing that, that bind you up. Yeah, did you one bananas little one up? little mix up and you can go from Racanelli's to Cecil Whitaker. So That's there is different. a there is a Domino's delivery driver going viral on TikTok for sh- for sharing all the tips she got throughout her shift. So her name is Allison Green. I don't know where she's from. But she makes 11 deliveries, 11 deliveries overall. How much did she make in tips? 50. Where is this? I, I don't know where she is, but she did a left. She was a she's a Domino's delivery driver. How much that night did she make in tips? I'll say I think 50 is a great guess. Right, because if if, they're, if we're averaging just less than five bucks, a little over and under. Yeah, some some bigger, some smaller. Fifty two dollars and 50 cents. So fifty two fifty. I'll go high. I'll go sixty five. Sixty five bucks. When, when you 50. order, when you order on a credit card, I wonder. And and I haven't delivered pizzas, so I'm not sure. But like, since most people are paying online or on the app with a card, if they're if including the card, there's got to be some roundups, right? Does that help? Does the card tipping help, or does it hurt <coughs> the whole tipping? I business? think it helps. I think probably have helps. A tendency to to round up. But but if I, if somebody's used to giving a five dollar bill. And then now they're rounding up, and it's three eighty-five. On the Domino's app, is there out. what are the what are the options for for tips? Is it like five, ten, uh, custom? I forget. We use the Domino's app a bunch, um, but we but we typically do we t- yeah I think we typically tip in cash, and it's usually five dollars. Oh, that's very nice of you. Why is that nice? So I mean, you then you're guaranteed to you are giving the driver. Oh, you know oh, so cash that is driver is getting that money. Okay, and they can, I'm you know they'll pay taxes on that later, but it does help with. The, I don't know if I put it on, on if I put it on an app. I'm just hoping that the driver gets something. Okay. Yeah, when I'm handing it to him, I know maybe in my head this is between me and you, pal. Yeah, <laughs> put that in your pocket. Fifty bucks is a good guess, but I do bucks. think it does. It does make a difference. The the locations make a difference. 
All right. Yeah. Hate here to say it. Here we go. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was forty six seventeen, and he gave me fifty and told me to keep the change. So I just took my eleventh and final delivery of the night. They spent fifty six dollars, and I did not get a tip at all. Oh, boo! Yes. No Ouch. tip. Noted. No tip. Noted. Yes. So on her eleventh delivery, she got no tip. It's got to be a difficult thing if you're a pizza driver for a long time because then you just end up everywhere you drive, you hate somebody. Like, ah, you, you, you know, like even, even when you're just going to get some gas or something, you, you pass this one house that, you know, like doesn't tip and you're like, I hate that guy. Yeah. I hate this house. I hate this house. I hate this house. I mean, it's got to be a natural thing, right? You start noticing well, or, or I mean, remembering. Yeah, you don't job. forget that. Yeah. And who's ripped job. you. All right. So after 11th tip, uh, after 11th delivery, no tip. Get a tip at all. I got $13 in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on, and I have $42.29 going on to my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. So total $55.29 and, and is that, what? So average, average is $5. Average, average that out on 11 deliveries is 5 bucks a delivery. Yeah. That's about right, isn't it? Is well, that, 11 times 5? Hey, you know, if, if in the Riz house, you know, you order a pizza, maybe get two pizzas. Two pizzas, what? five bucks. Two pizzas. Yeah, that's five bucks is good, right? <clears throat> I think five bucks is great. Mm-hmm. I thought I always thought five bucks was great. Yeah, unless it's like a, um, some kind of mega party order or something. Yeah, I think for, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's... I saw Domino's is going to be having uh, electric cars. You seen those commercials? Does that mean you wouldn't need your own car if you're a Domino's guy? You seen this yet? So you hop in their car, like so a Tesla or whatever. I just saw the commercial. Domino's said that um, they're putting thousands of electric Domino's cars out on the road to deliver their pizzas. Driverless? No, they got to have drivers. Driver. Yeah, I think they. I think they have drivers. Hey, real question, because um, you're making me think about this. Are, are the people that are delivering? Are they cooking as well? Are they making the pizzas as well? Sometimes. My question is because, like, I'm I'm not sure I've ever. I'm not saying that I haven't, but I'm saying if I'm getting one pizza, I'm probably tipping four or five bucks. If I'm getting four pizzas, I'm probably tipping four or five bucks because I'm not thinking about the pizzas being more work for the driver, even though, I mean, I mean, you know, it's like a stack that's like here, you're, you're. I think on a busy Friday or Saturday night, you're just making deliveries. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, so if it's two pizzas or five pizzas, isn't it? <clears throat> I mean, am I paying per pizza here? Am I tipping per pizza? Am I tipping per trip. It's all the same for them. Was it? Yeah, In my yeah, head, it's yeah. your tipping per trip. And if, if I'm wrong here, please correct me so I can fix that. But like, I've, I guess I hadn't thought of it as tipping per pizza. I'm tipping per trip. I'm tipping per total. It's harder to drive when you got a, about that. if you got a big stack of pizzas, it's harder to drive. Oh, you, I mean, have you, the, doing 10 you have the, the pizza holder. I'm not talking about 10 pizzas. That's <laughs> Ten pizzas. That's, that's an that's exception different. here. I'm talking about the difference between two and, and five, four. four two and, yeah. yeah, two and two and four. Am I doubling Go the tip? With your of heart. course not. No, yeah. Or am I being unreasonable? No, I don't think a driver would expect more for four pizzas as opposed to two. Okay, I don't think. Well, you made me th- think that it was with, with the tip with the total. And do drivers? Is it built into the what they make uh, car wear and tear? I don't think mm. so. Yeah, I don't know. That's so, why I was wondering about these electric cars. If it's the company's car, it's all different. But when it's your car, you know, you just kind of got to eat a lot of the uh, expenses. Yeah. Or can you write off miles and, and things I as, guess so. for, for taxes? Like if you're a courier, you know, you write off 
certain certain miles. Even like salespeople used to be able to write off. I don't think that happens anymore. But but then your car smells like pizza all the time, all boys. The hard time, to go on a date. Baby. Hard to take fine. a pretty girl on a date when you got a pizza smell in your car. Dude, we had a buddy who uh, who worked at a uh, fast food Italian place. <laughs> I think you could figure it out, uh, man. And he stunk. He stunk for three or four years. I mean, like he stunk. And What's a fast food Italian? Place? Oh, Fazoli's. Yep. Uh, it rhymes with, it <laughs> rhymes with that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he stunk, man. It was the, the, the breadsticks or the whatever, the oil or the garlic. Yeah. Uh, God. I've never dang. had Fazoli's before. His car, I mean, it smells great in it the restaurant. It's not a stink, yeah, to say it stinks, but it's, no, a, it's, no, it's no, a, a. It smells great in the restaurant. It's like. The after the not great part. I, but I don't when know it what sticks it is. to when you know when it it's sticks sticking to your to clothes. His shoes, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. like in the rubber of his shoes or something. And his car stank. Man. When I was in the service, McDonald's, <laughs> and I, you know, was at the fry station, uh, I would smell like French fries. Yeah. Like my uniform, my purple shirt and black pants uniform, stunk like French fries. Yeah, like you had to wa- like you had to wash it. Comes with the territory, I guess. I'm not sure I'd mind having a friend. <clears throat> you guys smell like radio in here. I wasn't yeah. going to say anything, but you do got that radio <laughs> <Yeah>. smell. <laughs> hey, one more thing. That's why they we... have a shower right out there. One more thing. Yeah, we like to shower up after. <laughs> Good game right, with guys, a little towel snapping. Yeah, yeah, snap. Jeff had yep. that installed. <laughs> uh, remember, Jeff? I was talking about this the other day with somebody. Jeff at Point Fest would shower every Point Fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the showers you, back there? Yeah, you know the showers yeah. back there. They're nasty. Jeff I mean, Burton not... would take a shower. <laughs> They're not the worst. In the middle of the day. Would he bring his own flip-flops or something? Oh, yes. There you go. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. He had a little bag. He had like a caddy, like a shower caddy. Man. We, we bought him one one year. Or somebody yeah. bought him one. It's for those long Point Fest days, huh? I, I believe it. I guess so. Oh, weird. A way weird. to cool down, yeah. Yeah, we'd get there. We'd get to Point Fest at what, 9, 10 o'clock? Start the day, you know, doing whatever we got to do. And then in the middle of the day, you go, where's Jeff? And, uh... He'd come out with Jeff's wet in hair. The shower. <laughs> even, even weirder, he never really made sense of his explanation. He didn't really have. He would just be like, "Oh, you know, it's just it's a long hot day, and you just know, like just, being wet, man." Yeah, and it's it's not like he had like this really poignant like point to it. Um, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't make a big deal of it. No, he was just like, "It's not a big deal." It's the shower back there. That's what they're there for. And I was like, "No, they're, they're there, there for, for bands. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're for bands that live in buses they're without not showers." For the radio guy that's here for for a day. <laughs> Who's got a shower at home? Ten, which is a car ride away. Ten hours <laughs> max. Yeah, right. Hours away from your home. <clears throat> you're living Eureka. You're 35, you're 35 minutes from your house, from your shower. Yeah, every time we would ask him, the big deal was on our end. This guy here in the, from this band is in Boise. He hasn't showered in four days. <laughs> yeah, most of the time in those kind of venue showers, you got to kind of, they're used as almost like a mop closet at the same time. So they you got to like, you got to move a mop bucket and a couple things of bleach just to stand in there. He said that that's what he would do. He said sometimes there's the, the mop bucket, I'd have to roll that out and take my shower. And almost like it was nothing. Hey, got to do it. Got to get in there. I, I guess so. <laughs> Wait, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Got to milk it for all it's worth, yeah. man. Backstage hey, Riverport. Showers are here. Well, so weird. Anyway, before it's we... Same, sorry, that's the same shower that uh, Axl Rose showered in after that riot. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he did not time. shower there. I'm not sure he <laughs> showered at another place not after sure the he, riot. Yeah, I'm not sure he had time for a shower. <laughs> no time for a shower. Need to leave <laughs> as they're tearing this place apart. Axel's biggest regret. Go ahead. So a woman, and we were talking about college and resumes. And uh, Clavis, did you do college? Did, 
I did. I you know if I would say uh, some, you know when a little drop down menu, uh, you know, uh, I I put some college. Yep. I, I did maybe a semester and a half. I didn't do any. No, but my plan was, and this is true. I was my plan was to do the uh, Barnum and Bailey Clown College in Sarasota, mm. uh, which shut down in uh, I think like ninety seven or ninety eight. Is that, that the one that Steve went? Yeah, that's where Steve went. Yeah, that, which is like extremely hard to get into. <clears throat> yeah, it's very. They only uh, they accept like I think under a hundred people a year and. Um, but I had been going down there my whole life. Uh, I had uh, family down there in Sarasota. And so I grew up seeing those. Um, <clears throat> they would put on a free uh, circus show all week, the, the college would. So mm-hmm. you could see that circus show as many times as you wanted. And, boy, I always thought, man, well, God, if I got to go to college, I'll go to clown college. Turns out I can get the same gigs without the uh, clown yeah, yeah, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a waste of time. Boy, I was out there working. Well, Steve-O said he learned to juggle and yeah. he learned to do acrobatics and awesome stuff. stuff. You, you do learn cool stuff, yeah. Down there. Uh, but did you apply? To, and did anybody apply to any colleges? Ooh, put out your applications. Yeah, because is now is it now the time where seniors are putting out the applications? Yeah, yeah around think, this time now. And, and don't you put them out as a junior too, or can't you? Or I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, to this day, my aunt and my mother still give me crud because they think because I did I did tour a couple colleges. Now remember. You know, I had a kiddo, like, first week of, of senior year. And they're like, you toured these colleges. You had us going like you were thinking about this. And I was like, dude, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was interested in these colleges. It, my plans clearly changed. Yeah. Um, but I was interested. I did tour a few, and I th- I think I applied to them if I remember right. But I don't remember even getting the letters. I, I, wanted, to, away. I wanted to go to Syracuse University. Party. Dang. I wanted to go to Syracuse University. That was, like, a plan. Uh, and I didn't, yeah. Grades. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Grades matter. I wanted to go to Syracuse, but Syracuse did not want me going there. We all have some college in, in here. Yeah, right? I went to, uh, yeah, a little bit to Rampo College, uh, New Jersey's number one liberal arts college. That's right. In a- Mawa, New Jersey. Academic academic probation over uh-huh. here for Merrimack Community College. That's Ooh. Uh, yeah. And then I went back. I went. What back. is academic probation? You got in trouble? Uh, that means my grades were so crummy, and 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 only and for the most part because like I didn't realize that you you yeah, had to show to go up. To class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I had a, a survey of rock and roll, greatest class ever. Yeah. taught by a guy who was like awesome. I actually worked with him at, at McMurray. It was such a fun class, and dude, I learned so much. I was like, it was just the greatest, and I crushed every every bit of uh, assignment, every test, everything. <clears throat> And I show up at the end, and he gives me a D. And I was like, "What the heck happened?" And I went up. I was like, "Sir, I, this is one of the this is the only class I like. I I I, I aced everything. What happened?" He goes, <clears throat> uh, "Didn't you read the syllabus in the beginning? There's a uh, a, a poli- like a attendance policy, and for every day after the two days missed, it's just a letter grade off." Yeah. Oh, there you go. So Ooh. I had an A, and then I had a B, and then I had a no, C, then I, I had a D. Did not read the syllabus. Ooh. I did not, sir. What's a syllabus? <laughs> well, the application process for some of these colleges is pretty uh, is pretty involved. I mean, there's essays. There's you know, oh, I screamed. a lot of questions. I screamed at the guy. I said, "That's not very rock and roll." Yeah, good. So, what do you I'm think about kidding. what do you think about this this situation here? Uh, a woman is being accused of robbing her friend of a college education after reporting the plagiarism of her college entry essay. So, here's the situation. The woman said she'd helped her friend Tia with her college application process by sending her examples of her own college entry essays. Uh, Tia, the friend, wound up uh, being admitted to her top choice university. She was given full academic and athletic scholarships. Wow. 
Wow. And on Reddit, she says that uh, um, when she when this woman read her friend's application essay, she found it was plagiarized from one of her own. So she wrote that she'd offered extensive help to Tia, who was the first person in her family to apply for college. Later, she heard that a friend had been admitted on the strength of her heartfelt and beautiful essay. And the woman was surprised because the essay uh, was the one part of Tia's application she hadn't shared with her. You know, figuring her friend had just forgot, she goes, hey, let me read your the essay you sent. And you forgot. You sent me the application, but you, you never sent me the essay you're going to send over. And she found it was an exact copy of the one of, of the several drafts she had given to Tia for reference only. Man. So the friend finds out that Tia had copied exactly her college essay and got into the college. What do you do? If you are the friend and you find out that Tia had copied your essay, what do you do? Man, in all honesty, I'm just not friends with Tia anymore. She writes that she was livid because the essay was intensely personal and her friend barely even tweaked it. Almost, It was almost entirely copied and pasted. Does that, <clears throat> does it have any, would that have any reverse effect on the person that got copied? I mean, uh, I, I don't think I would care. If it's a pal and they're just taking uh, an essay, does that take anything away from the person that wrote it but originally? Isn't it, isn't it lying by omission, not telling you? That, that's Not telling you that that's what they uh, did. Yeah, that would bother me, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that 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 breach of trust. Like, yeah, here, let me give you an it, example of what me. I wrote and what how I got into school. I think that would bother the hell out of me. If, I they, would be, if they didn't ask you. Now, if you're saying if they asked you, hey, can I just, just, let me use yours, just use yours, man? This? I say, yeah, go ahead, just use this. Good luck, you know, keeping up. But, I mean, if you just want to get your foot in the door at the college, here, use this. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. But that you'd I have to tell on. me, yeah, if you if you did it, you know. Oh, you also have to say, hey, if you get caught, you didn't get this from me. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you got to say that. Come on. Yeah. Or if hey, if you get caught, you're on your own on this. Or if somebody <laughs> says that I plagiarized yours, you got to come clean. What if you use it for the same oh, college? Yeah. Do they come around like that? I don't even really know what the essay I is. I have no yeah. idea. I don't know what the essay is either. But she she said she felt violated by copying, and she said I trust her with it, and this is what she did. So she gathered up all the evidence, and did she bust her friend? She submitted it to the school. Oh man! Whoa. Submitted the evidence, or submitted the same thing for said, her? Hey. No, because this woman had already gone to school. Like, she already got into a school. Probably not the same one. Oh, uh, I see, I see, I see. Now, this wasn't simultaneous. So she took her down, huh? She wrote that her evidence ended up leading to the rescindment of not only Tia's scholarships, but her entry to the university entirely. Well, uh, as far as the university goes, that's the right move for them to make. But. Probably. Would you do that to a quote-unquote friend? No, I just wouldn't wouldn't talk to you again. I would go, oh, okay. This is where our friendship ends. You're somebody I can't yeah. trust. You're a liability to me, so bye. Wow, yeah, that's that's crazy to think they would uh, sabotage everything like that for that person. Uh, I guess it really doesn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't make much of a difference after it's all out there. Yeah, I'd be, su- I'd be super pissed. I don't know if I'd narc on her, though. Yeah. yeah. Break her knees. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it depends on the friend, I guess. So how do you think, uh, how do you think the internet is... How do you think the internet is is? Oh, I don't know. Reacting to this, you know, we were talking about the uh, the the guy and the, the the gal last year or last week, and we were talking about the am I the a hole kind of thing and all that. And then somebody pointed out that there's another uh, section there called uh, E S uh, E S H. Everybody sucks here. 
<laughs> and maybe this is you think maybe, this everybody sucks. Maybe here? this falls into that category. Does everybody sucks. Everybody sucks here. Uh, what What do you think the reaction on the internet is? Everybody sucks here. Uh, that person sucks for for doing that and violating your trust, and you suck for maybe going overboard and being judge, jury, and executioner. People are saying that she's dramatic and accusing her of robbing Tia of an education, especially since the, she's the first in her family to apply Ooh. to college. Yeah, I said there's so many variables in this situation. I mean, uh, if the person just needed that one little inch on that essay to get in their foot in the door and then they could do some good in the world and learn some good stuff, then let them, let them ride it out. But Yeah, the woman's, the woman's right. I, she feels guilty now. She says, I feel terrible. I feel like, she says, I feel like... Uh, she says, I feel like she took advantage of me, but I didn't want to be the cause of something so horrible. Well, well I don't know what you did. thought the end result <laughs> that's what, that's of what, narking her out was going to be. That's what happens with heroes is they typically think of their actions and not their repercussions. And she's now wondering if what she did was justified or not since it came at the cost of somebody's dreams. Mm. And a lot of the people thought that the woman snitching was indefensible and angrily, I mean, lashed out at her, you know, in the comments. One one person wrote, I hope every time you do something wrong, there's someone there to report you and make sure you get punished. Grow up! <laughs> hmm. uh, another wrote that, you know, while they understand her position, like she's pissed, you really effed your friend over a draft. And right, warn that when you get older, you might regret it. Life isn't so black and white. Does the punishment fit the crime? And you know what? And this may be a scenario too, and, and maybe it's not. But you know, it's everything from from everything might totally make sense, and it all lines up with all the information that I have, and it's easy to judge this. And you don't realize that there's one little facet of information that, if you had your even your judgment, would be completely reversed. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, with, it's this? so easy to look at things and, and judge it with the information that we do have. College is only letting let a certain amount of people in. So her outstanding essay, which she didn't write, now your daughter's not getting in because of this. Mm. Because she plagiarized her essay, didn't write it herself. Right. Your kid, who had what they thought was a slightly, uh, who, I want to say worse, but, you know, didn't have as good of an essay as this one she copied, is now not getting in. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like so yeah, she see. held, you know, she took a spot that somebody who actually earned it. Yeah. Yeah, I see how that muddies the waters a little bit, yeah. Huh. Bummer. Yeah, listen, I, thank God I, I I never really went through the college application process. I know people that really stressed out and spent yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal when you were that age. It was a big age. deal. You know, I applied to, you know, not me. Uh, you know, I applied to five schools and it costs, you know, doesn't an application process cost money too? I think so. Wait, you, you never applied? Uh, uh, no, no. I wound up just going around Bill College. Yeah. New Jersey's <laughs> number one liberal arts college. Go, go Roadrunners. Did you apply to, <laughs> do you get a degree, Scott? No. You no. didn't get a degree? Yeah, I retired early. College. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were there for a while, though. I feel like every time yeah, I visited you, you were in college. Yeah, oh, it was only two years? Two years, man. it man. felt like a long time. I was basically a doctorate, but... I mean, what, and, and one person, you want to talk about throwing on the guilt, one person wrote to this woman, you've uprooted her entire future. Well, all right. not. College admissions are a joke, and college favors the rich. You effed your friend. Could have talked to her privately. True. That's true. That would have been nice. Yeah, again... Always so easy to make a judgment and then maybe just maybe reserve the 
small potential or probably large potential that the that all the facts are not in your view. Yeah, she does feel guilty. This woman, though, so I think I think if, if given the opportunity again, she probably wouldn't have knocked on her. Yeah, maybe he- handled it in a, in a different <clears throat> that, way. That heroes quote, man. Heroes always thinking of always super focused on their actions, never on the repercussions. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we. Maybe are. the girl should write a real essay to her friend saying she's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> turn it in. Put a put turn a pin in. in it. Yep, turn it into a positive. Mm-hmm. All right, the Team Riz member today is brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Hardin, Illinois, Molly Castleton is our yeah, Molly's been listening to the Riz Show since she was a kid when her mom would play it before school. Doesn't that make you feel <laughs> old? <laughs> I was listening to you when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the best. Nice backhanded compliment. Uh, Molly is a true yeah, evangelist. Awesome. Uh, she's uh, she's always sharing the show with her favorite people. Well, thank you, Molly. Molly Castleton from Harden, Illinois, is our Teamers member of the day. Get your super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. And I do want to uh, point out one thing. Today is the sixth anniversary of the birth of Teamers. Oh, Teamers nice. member number one, Chuck Krause, actually just posted on uh, Twitter six years ago today, January 9, 2017. I was named as Team Riz member number one. Happy birthday, Team Riz. The day the team began. And thank you all. Remember, get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget. And the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs and now with 43 stores including Dobbs newest store in Columbia Missouri way to go Dobbs full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient so let the tire and service pros at Dobbs tire and auto centers take care of your family vehicles and be sure to check out Dobbs money saving January deals on tires and service at go to Dobbs.com then drive in and any of the Dobbs 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today. Hey, St. Louis, this is Rascal Flats. Me and my gang always hang out with all right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-862-0123. Oh, that's not it. 314-624-3833. That's Kevin number. I've been calling loud, dude, for the last week trying to get a hold of you guys. <laughs> yeah, you just do a Kevin Putney commercial. It's in your head. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Big Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Clambus is here. Hi, guys. Sex Time Fun Facts coming up. Sex Toy of the Week. Also, we will play three and five. Give away some fabulous prizes, including... Tickets to go see Chris Rock with Dave Chappelle January 22nd over at Enterprise. We got tickets to go see our buddy, comedian Dan Cummins. Two shows at the pageant January 28th. We got tickets to go see Highly Suspect. That'll be the pageant on March 2nd. And we have tickets to go see Big Head Todd and the Monsters pageant next Friday night, January 20th. Just some, just some over the weekend. I just 
took some kind of random notes, like thoughts. You uh, you guys carry around like a like a notepad or anything? I write things in my phone. Yeah, man. I write things in my like the notepad in my in my phone. Yeah. So here's what I wrote down. Audiences at concerts and theaters should be arranged in height order. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Yay, front row. <laughs> <laughs> yep, front row. Uh, yeah, front row for this guy most of the time. Yeah, that, of course you would write that. If we could all organize in height order, it would make things a lot easier for everyone. Yeah, and that means I get first uh, uh, in in uh, in line too. I mean, like the line to get in would only make sense if I was if I'm going to be up front row. You let me in no, first. No, in the ticketing process. You put in your height? You put in your height, and then you're given, like... <laughs> like Southwest, like, a, okay, we're now seating A... Yeah, group A. 1 through 37. No, you just, you know, you let in, but then you go to your section. Yeah, if you're over six foot, you don't have to pay a convenience fee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. But you're in the back, though. That's all but right. That, but that's your fault. You're in the back. <laughs> that's mom and dad's fault. I think it would make things a lot easier. It really would. I appreciate this idea. And fair. That's a good idea. I'm not yeah. even that short. All of us, Scott, you're in the back, but the rest of us... There's going to be a real uh, middle section. I mean, a lot of normal-sized people <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, they could duke it out, though. By the centimeter there, just... Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay in the back, because that's where all the girls will be, with the tall guys. Clownvis, would you, <laughs> would, would you be 5'7", or would you be 6'5"? Does the hair count? What are we measuring from? Are we measuring from the base? Or from... Yeah, the hair. You have because, high hair. Because it is, I mean, if it was thinner hair and someone could see through it, I suppose you could get away with being short. I could part it in the middle. And I, a little and alfalfa. You, it made me think about this. It made me think about this. Uh, Guns N' Roses, they were here a couple years ago, played the Dome. Remember the first time they were back since the riot? Oh, yeah, I was there, baby. And I'm a huge Guns N' Roses me fan. Too. So I said, I'm going to go on the floor. I'm going to be on the floor for the show. And floor is flat seating. Yeah. And a guy that was like six foot five was right in front of him. Oh, boy. And the entire time he had his phone up recording the entire damn show. Man. Well, I can tell you, I, I had seats and it's it was, uh, you feel a little detached sitting in them seats way back there too. So I don't know. It's hard to win in that situation. Yeah, yeah I was, was on the flat floor and I go, that, that sucks. I saw that. I saw that too. That's why you got to get the VIP ones for that little like stage Back by the soundboard, you know. For that was VIP, not offered to that me. That has like one foot. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like uh, I've had that once, and I realized, oh, this is awesome because I'm on the floor, it, huh? but I'm elevated. Okay, here's another thought I had this weekend. If you want to attract a woman, don't waste time like and money buffing up at the gym. Get qualified in like the like carpentry, electrics, and uh, car maintenance instead. That's a good idea. Like DIY stuff. They call stuff. you to help. Need help, I guess. I think that'll help you better than being buff. It'd probably help you. Okay, get man, listen, buff. I'm not saying that all these, <laughs> all these things are are, are good. Um, there are few things in life as satisfying uh, satisfying as getting a series of farts at an exact time with your walking step. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it's been a while, boy. I remember that. Uh, that used to happen when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. As you're walking, <laughs> yeah. this is really it's satisfying. Been a while, yeah. If you see someone skipping, you know that's what's going on. <laughs> And we should ban fading out songs. If an artist doesn't know how to finish a song, they shouldn't be allowed to record it. <laughs> wait, wait. Say what? If, if an artist Let's what? ban fading out songs. Uh, see, now I... Now... I, I, now I'm in, the, I'm in the, 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 the camp that we don't have enough of it. Because all this 90s stuff, and or all this 80s stuff that I listen to, it, like sometimes you go... Oh, man, I wonder where they're going. Oh, yeah, that's right. They faded it, it out. It just fades four, out. Yeah. Four fade outs a record. And I'll tell you what, I kind of miss it. Nope. Oh, dude, I really do. I miss it. You know who never fades out? ACDC. 
ACDC ends on a note every song. Yeah, A. <laughs> every time. And a cannon. Every time. The fade out. Rock and roll songs. You're not understanding. Not you're not understanding the art of the fade out. And and there's something for a listener. I know this is going to sound unreasonable to younger folks that aren't used to it or whatever. But I'm telling you, if you go back and listen to it, remember yourself listening to it as a kid or as a you know whatever the first time it was that you heard it. You almost like start turning it up because you want to hear any of the little oh, studio yeah, things. Little, yeah, yeah, the producer. I'm trying that again one time. Yeah, or like the the Van Halen thing when uh when the when the drum changes towards the end of that. I think on right now or or, or some one of those hits. Uh, dude, there was an art even to the fade out, and I'm telling you, I, I miss it. My, I miss I it. I've read, I've read that uh, DJs were real upset with uh, Elvis's um, uh, suspicious minds. It has the fade out at the end, and then the fade back in that the uh, stations had <laughs> well, to sit I through. Yeah. The hell out of you. <laughs> Are we done here? No, here it comes. Come back. Come back. You're missing I'm out. I'm standing by it, and we could fight over it. Well, you can be wrong. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> not, not on this today one. is January 9th, back in the day, 64 years ago, 1959. Rawhide premieres on CBS, oh, starring uh, Clint Eastwood as uh, Rowdy Yates, cowhand on a continuous cattle drive. 39 years ago, 1984, Van Halen releases their sixth record, 1984. That's a pretty big one for them. Mm-hmm. Probably had a fade out or two. I'm sure. That really worked. Uh, 32 years ago, 1991, baseball officially bans Pete Rose from being elected into the Hall of Fame for betting on baseball. Mm. Uh, 26 years ago, 1997, Antiques Roadshow premieres. 23 years ago, in the year 2000, Malcolm in the Middle premieres on Fox. Anybody see Brian Cranston's new show? What's it called? The Judge? Uh, I started watching it. The only I know one it's I got a season two coming out. The only one I saw past Breaking Bad was the one with uh, Giovanna Ribisi, and it had a great first season and a okay second season. What was that called? Uh, with Brian Cranston? Yeah. Amazon, Amazon Prime, I believe. Um, uh, some, uh, something Pete. Sneaky Pete. That was a Brian Cranston was in that? Oh, I don't know. Am I, never I, saw am I misremembering? I, I, never saw, I think so. you're correct. Uh, 22 years ago in the year uh, 2001, Apple announces iTunes for playing digital music and videos. 16 years ago, 2007, Steve Jobs unveils the iPhone. In the first 10 years, Apple sold more than 1.2 billion iPhones worldwide from 07 to 2017. That was the masterclass release, right? He says, uh, what if I told you there was a music player in my pocket? I think John Mayer was on stage with him. He said something about, like, and what if I told you, I mean, I'm, I'm butchering it right now, but it was like, what if I told you there was a communication device in my pocket? What if I told you there was a phone in my pocket? And he said it all, and he goes, it's all on this one device. And people were like, oh, the world Change. is changing. And it did change it the really game. It really did. It really did. It changed everything. I was so apprehensive. I'll, I'll be totally honest. My, my buddies, my bandmates got it and everything. I was like, nah, man, I need a keyboard. I can't trust this yeah. digital screen crap. No way that's going to work. Uh, 12 years ago in 2011, Bob's Burgers premieres on Fox. And one year ago today, we were all shocked to find out that Bob Saget had died after falling and hitting his head in a hotel room in Florida. That was one year ago wow, today. Wow, one year ago oh, today, no. huh? And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. He was on the show twice. Yeah, you could tell he, he right, could tell he really loved you guys. He he was a nice man. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Crap on celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com 636-600-0188. Prince Harry 
made the rounds with extended interviews on uh, in, in England and in 60 Minutes in the U.S. as he promotes his new book, Spare. Here's some of the big takeaways that we haven't already discussed. Harry said that he never called his family racist. He said, after our Oprah interview, they said that they are going to bring in a diversity czar. That hasn't happened. Everything they said that was going to happen has not happened. Harry then pointed out that the royal family's unconscious bias, quote, mm-hmm. uh, needs to be worked on. Yeah, but you know what, though? When people were calling his family racist, he wasn't going, hey, they're not racist. That's a good point. Harry also believed that his mother was still alive. This is this is sad. After Princess uh, Diana's death, and he was really young, a young Harry came to grips by believing that she wasn't dead, but just away from the public eye. He said, quote, I just refused to accept that she was gone. Part of she would never do this to us, but also this is all part of a plan. That's very sad. <clears throat> he also turned to drugs to deal with his grief. Marijuana, alcohol, cocaine. He used psychedelic, uh, psychedelics in a controlled environment to cope with his pain. Um, there's some more quotes I'll put up on the, uh, on the blog. He also said that Camilla used him to build her image. Harry accused Queen, uh, Queen Consort Camilla of leaking bad stories about him to the press to make her image better. He said, quote, the need for her to rehabilitate her image, that made that made her dangerous because of the connection she was forging with the British press. And there was an openness on both sides to trade information. And with a family built on hierarchy and with her on the way to becoming Queen Consort, there was uh, going to be people or bodies left in the street because of that. So some... Some pretty intense stuff. He says that these interview uh, interviews are to communicate with the family. Um, he said that, uh, quote, every single time I've tried to do it privately, there have been briefings and leakings and plantings of stories against me and my wife. Trying to speak a language that perhaps they understand. I will sit here and speak the truth to you with words that come out of my mouth rather than using someone else, an unnamed source, or to feed lies and narrative to a tabloid media that literally, literally radicalizes its readers to potentially cause harm to my family, my wife, and my kids. Mm. So that's his story. Now... When country stars make TMZ, you know it's going to be something good or bad as far as that story goes. And Morgan Wallen was filmed pouring a drink down a woman's blouse at a Nashville bar after showing frustration when she tried to pull him away. Isn't that country for saying I love you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, George man. Jones did that, yeah. yeah you pour your drink down the front of their shirt. Wallen was hanging out Friday night downtown at Al Dane's Bar. On the famous Broadway strip, fans whipped out their cameras hoping to catch something good. I mean, this guy's like on top of the game. He's not going to go He's anywhere. He's like the number one yeah. country music artist, Everywhere. isn't he? As far as like streams, as far as tickets sold, all that stuff. He's so the he, guy. So he knows if he's in da- a downtown Nashville bar, everybody's watching. Everybody. And they were. One clip shows Morgan coming over to take pictures of people having a good time. There's an entourage behind him, including a woman, a blonde in a black top and white pants. Who's hovering in the background watching uh, over Morgan? White pants as after he Labor Day, am I right? Yeah, Thomas. she deserved it. She's asking yeah, for that. Asking for that. In a clip, <laughs> there seems to be tension between him and the blonde as she tries to pry him away from another group of guys he's chatting with. He then grabs his, her, uh, and then when she grabs his hand, he pulls it away. She walks away and appears to slip as Morgan creeps over and pours a drink right down her shirt. Is anybody more curious as to what kind of drink it was? Yeah. Was it a beer? Milk. Long neck bottle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he seems like a dope. This guy. I'm just just putting it out. Just saying. That's one of those artists that has gotten so big, and yet I've never heard of him. I don't. I don't know how I missed the whole thing. I couldn't tell you a song. He's the one that got caught, you know, yelling the N word. On the. That's that guy, huh? On a neighbor's ring doorbell during the pandemic. Right, he was partying with with girls and was told to not play Saturday Night Live the next weekend. Yeah, and that guy's bigger than ever now, huh? That's yeah, yeah. Paula Dean. Yeah. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Um 
I don't know anything about him. I've never been to Nashville. I don't know anything about him except for the controversy. That's the wild thing. Yeah, I know. You've never been to Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. Let's go together. I cannot say anything about Morgan Wallen's music. I just know about the tabloid stuff. Mm -hmm. Me too. Nashville, though, it seems like a place I would would enjoy for a weekend. Nashville has... Every, uh, some, some, something for everybody. Eh. Well, you know why? Because you're, to, you're thinking of the strip. Well, and, and I'm, I don't mean to sound like this guy, but uh, 10, 15, even 20 years ago, it was such a cool place. And now it is just like a crummy modern country Disneyland. It's, they've it's, bought up everything. They've sucked up the uh, the uh, organicness out of everything. Okay, so it's a country cliche then. Yeah, it's yeah. really... It's, I can see that. Yeah, it's not... You know, you used to be able to go down and... Yeah, only bros, man. And it's... Um, there's bands playing and everything, but it's not even what I would consider country. It's this new just rock, bar rock, you know, and they're just... Um, I, I do have fun every time I go there, and of course there's places that I love to play there. But yeah, as far as going down to Broadway and going down the Strip, it, it, it ain't nothing but being at downtown Disney, you know. Is it like New Orleans? Because I love it's, New it's, Orleans. It tries to be, and on the surface it may look like that, but it's super bro bar. It's just... Yeah, New Orleans is a little more uh, mucky in a cool, uh, natural way. Four years ago, I went to New Orleans. That's fun, yeah. It can can be fun in New Orleans, definitely. We we got a hotel with a balcony. Yeah, see, Nashville... You can't even. You don't even want to go to park down there, man. In no, Nashville, the park oh, really? is yeah. a joke. Yeah, because we were over Bur- Bourbon Street, and we—that's beautiful. Yeah, if, you know, we weren't. If we didn't want to be in the sea of humanity, going from bar to bar on Bourbon Street, but just watching it was amazing. The, yeah, going from bar to bar was pretty damn cool, and all the bands and the music and the food. I love New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans is unique as can be, boy. There's so some. Nashville, totally th- there's some cool stuff aside. F- uh, I mean, away from that. Mm. There's there's still some some cool stuff. Let's uh, jump over to TV. There's more misery awaiting Wednesday Adams behind the doors of Evermore Academy. On Friday, Netflix released a trailer for the second season of its hit series Wednesday, starring Jenna Ortega. Here is the teaser. Over the past few weeks, I've been hunted, haunted and mimicked millions of times across the internet. It's been pure torture. Thank you. Did you watch the first season of Columbus? No, I have not, no. Scott, did you wind up seeing it? Yeah, the entire uh, thing? about halfway through the first season. I like Thoughts? It. I like it. it yeah. Was, we watched the entire I love that season. clip, boy. I watch that clip anytime it comes on my phone or my computer. Oh, the gal the lady, uh, dancing, the yeah, to the Gaga cramp song? song or to the Lady Gaga oh, song. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, the first season was really, Dude, really good. I'm my, glad it's being picked up for a second. My season. daughter loves it, and yeah. she was so stoked. She told me on Friday, she was like, it got renewed. We're, we're getting oh, the season two. Oh, that whole dance scene was amazing. Uh, no word when we will get the season two, but we know we now know it's coming. Uh, get this. 50 Cent dropped some news on Friday. I got some audio from him talking about adapting the 2002 film 8 Mile into a TV series with the help of Eminem. Here's I want to uh, bring, I'm going to bring his uh, 8 Mile to television. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be big. I'm, you know, I'm working. Hey, I thought about it. It's, it's a modern version. It's like, think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the new version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Pretty cool. <laughs> That, I mean, that's a quite a, a world of difference between the world of uh, the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and the uh, 8 Mile, the movie. Well, have yeah. you seen the new Fresh Prince? Have you seen the, the no. dramatized one? No, I didn't know I that. I think that's what he meant by that. Oh, like, okay, like, okay. Like, look at how they dramatized the new Fresh Prince. I don't uh, know. I never even heard of that. Yeah, Carlton's dancing's, oh, like, yeah. more serious in this one. No, the Fresh Prince. You know, the Fresh <laughs> Prince TV show was a, you know, a comedy. Yeah, that's what I thought he was talking about. The Fresh about. Prince TV show now they're doing is, is a drama. And I it's, didn't know that. It, it misses a lot of marks, but at the same time, some of it, when you watch it, you're like, this is awesome. 
This is awesome. It wasn't worth like staying with for, for me, but when I first checked it out, I was like, oh, this is. What is that on? I don't know how I haven't heard of that. Uh, I do live under a there. rock. Uh, Hulu, I believe. Right? Yeah, it's outside of the. Yeah, block. I don't. I never. I, I never was a Fresh Prince fan growing up. I was, boy. What? Every Monday night, that. man. Every Monday night. You missed out on the '90s. Uh, I was there. <clears throat> Apparently not with your fade out hate and and not watching Fresh Prince. Get out of here. Uh, this is not the first time Eminem and 50 Cent have teamed up on a television series. In 2021, M did a cameo on the 50-produced BMF playing White Boy Rick. Uh, 50 did cons- uh, did confirm that Eminem uh, will be involved in this project. Um, is uh, is the is the show Dave coming back? Remember? Oh yeah, I don't know. A little dicky. I forgot about that. I don't know. I haven't heard That's any word a good about show that. Too, Columbus. I did not Dave. see the last season. I don't think I've seen that. You either. would love it. It is. You would that love is it. Pretty. Pretty. Was that with a talking dog? Super. Uh, no. Raunchy. No. <laughs> Little Dicky the rapper. No, I don't know that. Oh man, it's excellent. Super raunchy. I got some catching up to do. You sure do. Adam Rich, best known as the youngest of the Bradford family on Eight Is Enough. I have no idea what. Okay, this is. I did watch Eight Is Enough. That's uh, that's uh, Dick Van Patten. Eight is enough. I was trying to think of an eight-mile, eight-is-enough joke, oddly enough. No, Adam Rich was the youngest of the kid. He had, like, a like a bowl haircut. Okay. Didn't everybody at that point? Like, I feel like TV, when you say that, you've narrowed it down. Uh, this was like a, what do they call it, like a page boy haircut? I'm not sure. I, like a Lloyd yeah, Christmas a bowl, bowl cut. Bowl cut? So is this a knockoff Brady Bunch? Kinda, Brad, Bradford yeah, family? Kind of. Uh, he, he passed away, Adam Rich. Uh, cause of death not announced. He was only 54. Here's a scene from the popular 70s show when he saw a minor league baseball player. He is the kid. Um, excuse me, but aren't you Merle the Pearl? Oh, uh, well, some folks like to call me that. Well, I call you that, and I think you're the best pitcher in baseball. Well, thanks, sir. Nicholas. Nicholas Bradford. Uh-huh. Can I have your autograph? Uh-huh. Sure, Nicholas. Well, now you remember, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad news. Not uh, not Adam Richmond, the man versus food guy. No, Adam Rich. Adam Rich. Four letters per name. Uh, the Stranger Things cast, uh, speaking of Netflix, got a substantial raise for the fifth and final season. Winona Ryder and David David Harbour. How much do you think they are going to make? Per episode? This is season season five. The last, yeah, last one. Uh, oh, you know what? I don't know if I don't know if this is per episode. I don't I don't think so. Hmm. At five dollars oh, a tip. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do the math. I'm going to say this is for the season. For the season. Which probably has what? Eight episodes? Six episodes? Uh, seven? Something? So, ten mil a piece. 9.5 mil a piece for Winona Ryder and David Harbour. The original kid actors will get how much? Cereal. Eight million. <laughs> the original kid actors will get over seven million. Wow, and Millie Bobby Bryan probably makes the most uh, due to a special deal with Netflix that includes other projects. So we don't have her number. So so more than everybody. Well, I would assume so. They do have her on a, like a deal with those other. So, uh, so is she the star of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Is she like so? Yeah. Stranger Things is star of Stranger Things is Millie Bobby Brown with Winona Ryder and David Harbour. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be top of the billing, it's wild. Yeah, I would say I would say it's not like a Friends cast thing. She's much more part of the dynamic. Uh, This is this is great. Variety asked uh, Steven Spielberg his favorite Seth Rogen stoner movie as he stood next to Seth on the red carpet. 
Uh, and this is how he answered, referring to Superbad. Okay. <laughs> I love Seth at the Steven end. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I just want to hear Having that. never been stoned, I don't see them as stoner movies. Exactly. I see them as movies about a police officer giving solid sound advice <laughs> to a young, impressionable person. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Wow. <laughs> I just, I did, I had to hear that. It puts me in such a good I mood. Person. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> I love that. Uh, more Abrar, the way of water uh, uh, news. It has now crossed $1.7 billion globally this weekend, and that means James Cameron will make the rest of the sequels. Uh, with all the fake humility that he could muster, Cameron said, quote, it looks like just with the momentum that the film has now, that will easily pass our break even in the next few days, so it looks like I can't wiggle out of this. I'm going to have to do these other sequels. I know what I'm going to do uh, the next six or yeah. seven years. Any, any... <clears throat> Avatar? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen the new one, no. You I, saw the first one? Oh, yeah, in the theater, yeah, wait, which was fun. With the 3D? With 3D, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did too, but... But it, it wasn't it was memorable good. enough to even ever do again. It was good. I'm not going to see the second one again, but it was it was fun and good to watch. It took the family and we the really... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, is that you have to? Uh, I mean, you don't have to, but why wouldn't you? It's, it's, it's a 3D movie, you know what I mean? This new one is 3D as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Cameron says that Avatar 3 is finished and 4 and 5 have, have been written. I want to make sure I read that right. Uh, in 86, the uh, the classic Stand By Me. You guys remember that? I finally oh, yeah. caught up and saw that a couple years ago. Uh, Corey Feldman's character, Teddy, has a deformed ear as a result of abuse by his father. Corey saved that prosthetic ear and auctioned it off several months ago. And the winning bidder is someone you've heard of. Who has Corey Feldman's mangled ear. Who do you think would be so interested in Stand By Me or Corey Feldman or a mangled ear? I would say Holy Jackson. Mike Tyson? Yeah, you're not going to get this. It's Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele was the winning bidder. On Late Night with Seth Meyers Friday night, Peele said, quote, I very creepily bought it. In saying it out loud, I realized how creepy it was. That's not the thing you should share. I have a new friendship with Corey Feldman. And I'm very proud of this. Did he say how much he paid? Nah, I don't have that oh, information. Oh, I'd love to know. Yeah. Ah, me what too. Me what's too. that worth? Uh, speaking of movies, uh, Megan, remember we were talking about that? It was the, the new horror flick that came out this last weekend. Oh, the killer doll. Dude, this thing made an unexpected $30.2 million wow. at movie theaters over just this weekend. The movie set milestones. It was the biggest opening for a first weekend of January since 2018. The best opening for an original horror movie since Jordan Peele's Nope. And the biggest opening for a PG-13 horror movie since A Quiet Place 2. It's this got thing, 93% of Rotten Tomatoes. This thing smashed. Wow. Smashed. Um... It wasn't enough to overtake uh, uh, Avada, uh, but the film did remain top of the box office for the fourth straight week, uh, earning $45 million. That was Avada. I uh, watched uh, Knives Out, the, the Glass Onion. It's great, right? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's not anything that, you know, you, you need to watch again, or it's not groundbreaking it of any way. It's perfectly The, the murder done. mystery part of it was, a, was great. Yep. You guys write that down too. I will. What's that called? Great cast. It's called The Glass Onion. Glass it's onion, a knives, knives Out story. Mystery. Yeah, cool. No, I, I yeah. like a good whodunit. It's, and that's what it is. It's Daniel Craig. Like the first one was like, you know, Clue on, on movie style, and but it was a little bit, um, like, I don't know. The depth was, it was a little too deep of a pool, maybe, as far as how the film went. This one was like perfectly. Oh, dude, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Nothing too serious. <clears> just, <throat> hey. Gonna, gonna kill some time, watch a movie, not you know, not think of the world for an hour and a half, two hours. 
I just um, wish they had some names attached to it. Real quick, just in some local news, this is very cool. SZA's reign at the top of uh, the album chart continues. Her SOS album is number one for the fourth week in a row, so congrats to her. That project moves uh, uh, The project moved 125,000 equivalent album units last week. SZA becomes the first one woman to spend at least four consecutive weeks at the top since Adele's 30, which is pretty huge. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to get to this. Uh, have you guys seen the Shreds videos? You guys seen the oh, Shreds yeah. videos, right? My favorite Shreds one by far, and even some of my friends got got shredded or whatever. Uh, was that Who one? Have you seen the Who All right, one? So Shreds. So these are the. It's a music video, but they take the sound out. They take, they take the sound out and they put in what they would assume is like the realistic sound if the music wasn't. Yeah, there. they just butcher it. <laughs> right. So, okay, so this is the Who? This, this is the Who. I think this is the Who one. This is my favorite one. <laughs> so there's, there's, Pete Townsend with the with with tambourine. tambourine. My favorite part is when he starts jumping around with the guitar, they make it sound like it has he has tap shoes on. I mean, it's ridiculous. Just look up the Who Shreds. Well, the reason I bring it up so is because uh, this is, it reminded me of those, and it's equally funny and weird if you ask me. Definitely go to the blog. Check out this video of, uh, I'm going to put it up here so you can so you can play it and, and hear it. There is a new one. Someone removed the music from Kevin Bacon's warehouse dance in Footloose and added realistic sound effects, like the whole thing, like the starting in the car and everything. Like in the movie, the the music is going. So when he starts dancing here, I'll fast forward. He's drinking beer. He throws the beer. Now he's dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it makes the grunt sounds. So we're watching the video, but the, the normal video has a footloose song in it, but it's yeah. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You got to you got to put that on. You got to watch that. Good good luck watching any of these kind of videos and not just like stopping what you're doing to to uh, try to control your laughter. Yeah, I the, just I thought the, it was the, the best. Us playing the audio does it no justice. No justice, oh, but like I, you got to see it and look up the Who shreds too. It's uh it's totally worth it for All your right. day. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Prince William's wife and mother of his kids. Uh, she is the Duchess of uh, Cambridge. Uh, Kate Middleton is 41. Backstreet Boy AJ McLean is 45. Chad Ochocinco is 45. Dave Matthews is 56. Former NBA baller who's only five foot three. Who am I talking about? Spud Webb. Nope. Muggsy Bogues. Yes, I meant. 58. <laughs> uh, Spud was five four. Uh, the NASCAR driver who wrote NASCAR for Dummies, Merrick Merton is 64. You know him as J. Jonah Jameson in the first uh, Spider-Man trilogy. He is the voice of one of the M&Ms in the cartoons. He's also the uh, farmer's insurance guy, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. He is uh, 68 today. Country singer uh, Crystal Gale is 72. She's Loretta Lynn's little sister. All right, so he started his career as a lead singer for the classic glam band, the New York Dolls. He changed his name to Buster Poindexter and had a huge hit with Hot, Hot, Hot. David Johansson is 73 years old. He was also in Scrooged. That's a guy that uh, he deserves more respect than he gets, I think, boy. He's been uh, a player in pop culture for, for years. A and a lot of people don't know the name David Johansson. A lot of people, you know, wouldn't know him just by name. But he still pops up and stuff, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. he was in Scrooged and all these movies in the 80s. And 
I think the last thing I seen him in was in that Bill Murray Christmas special he's in. Uh, you know, a lot of people look at the New York Dolls as an influence. Big time. Big I mean, the whole glam metal uh, 80s were influenced all by started, them. All started with them. Uh, Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page is 79, and folk singer Joan Baez is 82. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Bailey Brooks. And today's birthday girl has been in 175 fine films, including King Scott's favorite, Anal Full Nelson 6. <clears throat> Uh, Broke Bitches 3, Everything But, that's B-U-T-T. I get it. The Home Office Slut, House of Ass 7, Liquid Gold 16 and 17, Soccer Milfs 2, White Ass Attack 2, and who could forget her role in 2007's Yacht Orgy. (laughs) Yep. I'm still thinking about Liquid Gold. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hot. (laughs) Don't make no sense. (laughs) Bailey Brooks is 41 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right, it's Monday up after the break. We're going to play three in five. Clavis is here, and he's going to be the judge and jury. All right. Three and five. And he is a very firm clown. Big time. As far as his, you know, judging and jurying goes. And body fat. You can poke me. I'm firm. Mm -hmm. Very firm. Moon will give a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right. You win your choice of tickets. Here's the catch. When you start your answer, no ums or ahs. You can't go, uh, or, uh, no stall tactics. Yep. Right into it. Three and five next. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Oh Happy birthday, Riz, you uh-huh. old fool. <laughs> so before we get to uh, today's contest, uh, listener Rhino sent over some shower thoughts. What's up, Rhino? Rhino. He, he writes some dark shower thoughts for y'all for oh 2023. Okay. Most pets die not knowing their owners' names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you play music loud enough, you won't hear noise complaints. <laughs> All right. I do like that one. Uh, finding food in the forest is easy. Problem is finding poison is 20 times easier. <laughs> uh, let me see. As an adult, there's nothing stopping you from turning your house into a giant blanket fort. That's I've done it. Yeah. In fact, that was the plan. Wasn't it? When we were kids, that was the plan. You can do whatever you want yeah. when you have your house. Oh, you just wait. I'm going to have slides and fire poles. <laughs> yeah, and... fire poles. Yeah, <laughs> this, that was the plan. I wasn't going to have furniture. Okay. Is the Kool-Aid man the pitcher or the juice inside the pitcher? The pitcher. Are you sure? Well, sure. The blood is inside me. The blood is Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. that's his, Those are just his organs. Oh, are we sure? Was that ever established? I'm sure. His eyes are on the glass, I think. Yeah, he's the glass. I'm going to say he's yeah. the He's the pitcher? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's my take. Uh, the reason Mickey Mouse has a dog is to keep cats away. <laughs> a lot of people's lives are determined on where their teachers assign them seats. Wait, say it again. A lot of people's lives are determined on where their teachers assign them seats. I can see that. Hmm. Which is, yeah, that's probably why they switch them around all the time. Hey, going back to the to the Disney thing, is there a cat? Is there a cat? I think Pete is a cat. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy cat. Oh, the the goofy, the big guy, the goofy. Yeah, uh, yeah but Pete is a pretty recent character. Is he? Yeah, I guess so. You talking about from like the Goofy cartoon? He's in the Goofy the, cartoons. The, the yeah, big, he's in the, the Goofy movies guy. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's a cat, right? Pete the know. cat. 
I guess so. I don't know. Is that the only cat involved? Maybe that maybe that isn't a joke. The, the, the Pluto's around to keep the cats <laughs> I mean, away because there's a bunch of mice. Uh, when it snows in a cemetery, the graves get deeper. Snakes kill in two ways, with hugs and kisses. <laughs> the later you were born, the more you have to study in history class. A goldfish's job is to introduce kids to death. Oh. <laughs> right. Wow. wow. My, I, by the way, I, I rarely have, or I rarely remember my dreams, and I had a dream last night that I was talking to our snake. And it was much larger, and it knew my name. Wow. Okay. Tell me what that means. <laughs> All right. All the hair you could see was once under the skin of that person. Is that true? Is it already there? Are we filled with hair? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that true? We're very concerned. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> oh, my hair. Of all the ones to give you concern. Wait a second. <laughs> Uh, King Scott's you, empty inside. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all out there. Uh, and your pets have no clue you control the temperature inside your house. They just take it for granted. If they did, oh, maybe they'd appreciate us more. A little more. They got a lot of catching up to do, these pets. <laughs> Our names and who's doing the temperature. Huh? All right, thank you, uh, Rhino. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- and today's 3 and 5 contest sponsored by... T.R. Hughes. Want $25,000 off a move-in ready home? Visit trhughes.com. All right, Clownvis is here. He's going to be the judge and jury in 3 and 5. It's a serious game. It's a very serious game. So Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three, uh, three categories right, you win. Remember, no ums or ahs to start your answer. Got to go right into it. Let's practice. With Clownvis. Okay, Clownvis. Okay, wait a second. Let me get ready. Let me okay. Get ready. okay. <clears throat> uh, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Here we go. All right, Clownvis. Outside of this show, name three Scots. Scott. I don't know any Scots. I could have done it if I knew some Scots. Scott Mayo? Scott Bayo. Scott Bacula? Scott Bacula? Kirkwood's Kirkwood Grand. Okay, those three I could have said, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any ums. Willard Scott. <laughs> that would have counted. Yeah, I was thinking Great Scott. Uh, that would have uh, counted. The first Ronald McDonald, Willard Scott. Willard Scott, yeah, I should have. Wow. I'm telling you, it's a tough game, boy. I'm happy to be a judge and not the player. <laughs> I play along at home when you guys play, and I, boy, it's tough. You got to be quick on your feet. Disappointing. How about Scott? You want to get one to Scott? <laughs> yes, Scott. Scott! Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Scott. Uh, outside of this room, name three famous clowns. Scott, oh, uh, well, not Scott Willard. <laughs> See? I just said it backwards. He was going wow. for Willard Scott. I don't Ronald know any clowns. Bozo, Bozo, Ronald, Kooky. See, I don't know any clowns. I'm going to start it back on the clowns. Kooky? <laughs> kooky the clown. Kooky clown? Krusty. Yeah. Steve-O. Who's there was kooky? a kooky, right? I'm sure somewhere there's Kooky the Clown. Was that the Cookie Crisp mascot? <laughs> no. I'm sure, yeah. so, I'm sure if you looked up Kooky the Clown. I think there was a Kooky. I think Kooky was a St. Louis Clown in the old days. Really? I believe so, yeah. Let's have a History. better showing on the phones. <laughs> uh, Chris in Washington. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, guys. All right, Chris, let's play. All right, Chris. Name three internet search engines. Pornhub. Google. You, Yahoo. 
Is Pornhub a search engine? You're searching you on it. a lot of things. I guess, okay. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if he got it in the timer. Did he got? Did he get the last one? And he was about to say he you kind knew. of fumbled. He said you Yahoo, uh, but he did start it. But the was the shot off. I the shot it. was off. Yes. So yes. Chris, not asking you, asking Clownvis. <laughs> I'm saying he he technically beat the buzzer because the words were coming out. Of All right. Oh, wow. Interesting precedent to set there. Next. <laughs> All right. Name three things you see at an airport. People, airplanes, runways. You guys, relax. You, Chris, hang on. Well, now that he cheated on the first one. Yeah, man. You guys think that was cheating? No, it's fine. It's fine. You're the, ju- hey, you're the judge and jury here. <laughs> Somebody can just go back. He said, you, yeah, No, he yeah. did it. He, it's fine. He, he got it. The shot was off. I'm busting balls. What did you say, man? Whatever, clown. Are you paying for the tickets that he gets? Is that how it works here? <laughs> Moon's got to buy the tickets, though. He don't, he don't want to win. No, man. It's uh, just, you know, the integrity to... of the game is at stake always. Line number two. A.A. <laughs> Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? Uh, Aaron uh, in Eureka. Uh, good morning. Good morning. All right, All right. let's play. All right, uh, name uh, three St. Louis area municipalities. Uh, oh, that's wrong. Oh. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, can... so glad you messed up there. Yeah, because I had that his finger on the button. I had that ready to Which go. Which means he was rooting against you. I was just for that one. I hope you win. Okay. Next one. Bounce back here. Name three things that are always heavy. Bowling balls, weights, rocks. A loud, loud bell. I don't know about the rocks thing. Man. Moon is mumbling. He doesn't know if rocks some, are heavy. There's some. Always? always. Like there's some, what was it, igneous? Uh, there's some volcanic rock that's, you know, very, very Well, if you're very quite weak. Quite light. If uh, you're a very, very weak person. Uh, perhaps, it's relative to, perhaps. I mean, a small rock might not weigh a lot, hey, but listen, it weighs I'm, more than another you. small I'm not, thing. I'm not the judge. I, you're right. I shouldn't weigh in. Travis, give I'm to giving him. it to him, right. man. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a pushover, but a rock is heavy. That's not, that's not debatable. <laughs> All right. All right, Aaron. Next. Okay, name three famous retired football players. Joe Montana, Steve Young. Uh, oh! No way. That's a what? So close. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I like what Aaron called. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get another Aaron on the line after this. Oh, was uh, that it? That was it for him. Oh, man. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Michael, hello. Hey, good morning, Riz. Good morning, Michael. Here we go. Okay, name three dessert foods. Cake, pie, cookies. Good job. Yep. Okay, next. Hmm. Name three things you see on the side of a highway. Cars, signs, uh, rocks. Oh, he said, ah. Uh. Well, yeah, yeah, but now it's, it's at the end, though. It was at the end. He could um at the end. He just can't start with an um. I appreciate you. Okay, okay, okay. So That's something it. I didn't know. You got it. I appreciate you zooming in on that, though. He was looking out for So it. you can um and ah uh, uh, to kingdom come you after that first one. You can't um at the beginning. Okay, all you right. can't um or ah uh, to start your answer. I like that, though. Clown that is, is a changer. Like the human buzzer. <laughs> went, oh, oh, no, he's got it. <laughs> Moon's got me on my toes now. I want somebody to lose so I don't feel like I I'm didn't say I making the point go broke by giving away all their tickets. Uh, Rose in Union. Hello, Rose. Good morning. Good morning. Let's play. Hi, Rose. Name three famous golfers. Tiger Woods. 
Bo Jackson. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm probably sure was. Hell of a try. He's probably he better is a than famous everybody. person that does golf. I mean, <laughs> would you accept that? Like Michael like Michael Jordan. Don't look at me. Loves to play golf. Don't look at me. I would accept uh, somebody. If, they, if it was a notable person that's always on the course. Like Bill Murray. Yeah, that's. He's a famous golfer. <laughs> nah, would you, you might be able to squeeze that in, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he is a famous That would have worked. I would have given you that. All right, next. Uh, Barker. All right, enough, Rose. Na- <laughs> <laughs> Name three things in your basement. A refrigerator, a freezer, and junk. I believe you. There you go. Okay. Thank you. Name three famous actors named James. James Wood. James. Oh, no. no. James Dean. I thought Earl Jones and Franco. I think James Corden. Actor? Oh, yeah. Cats. My first was was uh, James Woods and then uh, James Corden. How's James Earl Jones not everybody's first? Come on, mm. y'all. I don't know. <laughs> James uh, Corden, James Fallon. Who's your first James? James, James <laughs> Dean. James, James Fallon. James, James Kimmel. Fallon, yeah. <laughs> Is he in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> James Fallon. Uh, Tyler, Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Tyler. Let's play. Three and five. Hi, Tyler. Name three different types of drinks. Soda, water, tea. Yep. Whoa, this dude. We got a contender. No cis drinks. Man, oh, man. All right, next. Name three famous TV shows with animals. Steve Irwin, Animal Planet, anything else on the Animal Planet. Oh, man. That's those, a those chat are, sheet. That's a channel. Yeah. Not a show. Steve Irwin is not a show. That's a man. He's the crocodile hunter. <laughs> Right, Clownvis? Yes. Can, okay. The back. correct first answer is Scooby-Doo. Uh, Mr. Ed was my first thought. Yeah, Mr. Ed, that's a good too. one. Yours was Mr. Ed? I don't think I've ever seen that and show. The, and then Lassie. I don't think I've ever seen Mr. Ed. No. But that was my first thought. Uh, uh, show it an animal. Yeah. Go figure. All right, next. Name three bones in the human body. Femur, tibia, fibia. Oh. <laughs> tibia, wait. <laughs> This guy's talking about tibias and fibias. Hold on. We got to Google these. What did he say? Did he say fib- fibia? Because fibia. it's fibula. I, Ooh, I, man. I, I, I got excited at first, Tyler. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on now. Is there a fibia? It's fib... Hang it's on. It's fibula for sure. That's it's, There's uh, a fibia. Fibia does not exist and comes from an accidental combination of the words tibia and fibula. Oh, ty- so are we sure? Well, that's what the internet uh, says. Tibia and fibula are the... No, this says, oh, yeah, fibula. Yeah, buddy, there ain't no such thing as a, as a fib, 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 whatever the hell you said, boy. A fibia. Tibia, fibia. Making up bo- this guy's making up bones. <laughs> Almost had me, though. It, it Almost actually, had me, too. You know, because he said it with such conviction. Yeah, you when I was that. searching it, it actually, there's an article that says fibia versus fibula. And the first thing it says, one is correct. Fibula is the correct and anatomical term for the smaller of the two lower leg bones. Fibia does not exist. Yeah, he's not the first guy to make that mistake, but. It's the first Sorry, one to lose when you say something it, so convincingly, I yeah, you almost had us, boy. You get me? Not me. Not the son of a science teacher. Uh, Jacob, hello. Hello. Hey, Jacob. Hey. Let's play three and five. Jacob, hello. Name three spy movie characters. Yep, you got it. I don't know that one. You got it. <laughs> yeah, and that's a tough one, but then I thought, man, you can name all the villains from Bond stuff. Yeah. Or Austin Dr. Powers, Dr. Evil, Mini-Me. Mm-hmm. James Bond. You blew that, Jacob. 
All right, next. Uh, Name three sports not named football. Hockey, baseball, soccer. Good job. Excellent. Does soccer count? Because it is named football. Nah, we're in America. (laughs) You take a Euro (laughs) trash somewhere else. I checked my watch. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Okay, uh, name three things that you would see at a monster truck rally like Monster Jam. Beer, big wheels, and people. Yeah, there you go. He obviously has been before. What's it all about? What was, it, what was the first one? Beer. Beer. Oh, yeah. A lot of beer. Uh, we go to Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Happy birthday, Ray. Thank you, Melissa. Let's play. Hi, Melissa. Name three parades. St. Patrick's Day, Mardi Gras, Easter Parade. I'm sure there are Easter parades. I'm going to give that to her. Well, I yeah, we've heard of the Easter parade. That's like an old thing, right? They used to do that in the old days, I think. I, prefer, I you know, defer to Clownvis. There's a Fats Domino song called Easter Parade, so I know it's real. There's a movie called Easter Parade. Okay. Maybe that's we'll give it to you. Next. Okay, name three famous coaches. Coach Klein, Coach Jack, Coach John. Coach Jack, Coach John. Coach Klein is the best. That, that, that's Waterboy, right? That's what put me yeah. in, Coach Klein. Coach Klein. <laughs> Coach Jack and Coach John. I mean, I'm sure there are coaches that are named Jack and John. I mean, uh, uh, Judge? Uh, now, look, I am a new <laughs> to the game guy here, a new judge to the game, so I might have to defer to the jury here. I would say uh, no, but technically, I'm sure there is Jackson Johns around. <laughs> So uh, who have coached things. Give so, me, give me a, a just a lifeline here. What would you guys say? What? No, this no, is how, you're the you. judge. I can't give it to you. I'm sorry. Oh, Melissa. I'm sorry, Melissa. All right, last one. Okay, name three St. Louis area churches. St. John, St. Anthony's, St. Catherine. Okay, we go got to go to the Google. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I thought she was going to say St. Klein. St. Klein, St. Jack, St. I know this Saint is St. Anthony's. Oh, you do? I'm sure. All right. Okay, okay. And then what was the other Would one? Would Church's Chicken on Saint, page work? Saint Saint John. Yes. Church's Chicken would work. St. John's <laughs> uh, ba- Baptist Cat. Baptist, Saint, the Baptist Catholic Church. What'd you say? St. Belinda? St. Catherine. St. <clears throat> Catherine. Is that with a C? It's got to be St. Catherine's. St. Catherine something. Uh, St. Catherine, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, yes, yeah, St. Saint, Catherine. And, there's a St. Catherine. Uh, give it to her. All right. Hang on, Melissa. Don Sappington. You got it. She got it. I think we should end it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Let's put right. this to bed today. Success. We gave away some tickets. We sure did. And thank you, Climbus. That's a high-stress game, boy. Not just for the contestant, for the judge, too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's in the hot seat. Sweating. All right, let's take a break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Speaking of uh, putting it to bed and sweating, Sex Time Fun Facts next, am I right? Yeah, buddy. And the Sex Toy of the Week. Hello, this is Emo Phillips, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. So don't touch that dial. Because it reminds me of my grandmother's left nipple. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, just a couple things before we get to Six Time Fun Facts and the Sex Toy of the Week. Uh, first off, Columbus is here. Hi, guys. Hey. I love being here. I love being here, man. Uh, and it shows. It shows. It's sincere. I, lis- I listen every day, and, I- and it's an honor and a privilege to sit in anytime. Well, it's, it's great having you. Thank you. Uh, we'll get to sports a little bit. Uh, close out the NFL Ready to show a fast lane pickup challenge. That'll be it for that. Putting that to bed. 
What a year it's been, huh? It has. What a year it's been. <laughs> it certainly has. Oh, man. my! Uh, I still have the marks. They were actually like 3D for a few days because remember I got shot on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. They were 3D for the whole weekend, and now they are still, they're like um, they're like a purple red. Oof. Well, you know, since there is no Monday Night Football game, uh, there is, I mean, there is a Week 18 loser. That's right. There is a loser. There is a Week 18 loser. So we'll let you know who that is. Uh, also, uh, Andrew on Twitter writes, uh, Hey, Rich Show, trying to think of names for our new dog my girlfriend and I are getting this Sunday. Or I guess my girlfriend and I got on Sunday. Uh, what do you guys suggest? It's a Kavapoo. Oh, it's a Cavapoo. Cavapoo. Is a, those are cool creatures. Yeah, it's a King Cavalier, uh, Spaniard, and a Poodle mix. Somebody was oh, trying Spaniel, to Oh, Spaniel, Spaniel. What did I say? Spaniard. Oh, ha. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No. King, oh, like King Charles Cavalier yeah. Spaniel, right? Yeah, King Char- yeah what did creatures. I, yeah, did I mess it up? King Charles Cavalier uh, Spaniel. That is a regal-ass name for a dog. Mm, it's I a mean, super regal a dog. They're like... They're like a real. Um, I heard those dogs are pretty badass. They're like real buddy dogs. Like they're, they're, they're fun. They, like the only issues that they would ever have is like separation anxiety. Yeah, yeah. that's the kind of dog you get. Like if you're a first timer, like that's like a great dog to get. Great, great that particular, dog. Especially yeah. if you like great. work from home and you want like a dog at your feet or on your lap and that kind of stuff. Uh, so this is a, this is a Kavapoo. Uh, I'm going to leave it to Clownvis. Clownvis is oh. going to name your dog. Uh, listen, if uh, my first thing is it, you should name it Clownvis, and then if you put that on the internet, I'll retweet it or something. But hey, I'm not going to tell you to name your dog Clownvis. I am going to tell you to name your wait, dog. Wait, 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 wait. Drum, drum roll, please. Man. Here is the name of your dog, Andrew. It better be good because we, we have to pay these drummers every time we play. They're on retainer. The name of the dog Oscar Meyer. Oscar, just Oscar. Oscar. Oscar is a great name. I had a fish yeah. named Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Short for Oscar Myers, a little hot dog, a little regal hot dog, happy little poodle Spaniard, whatever you call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a poodle Spaniard, yes. Yeah. So there you go. There is your new dog, Andrew Oscar. Enjoy. <laughs> Here, Oscar. That's a good one. That's a great name. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, really let's is. do this. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. And it's sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. All right, so this first story here. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys. I'm going to read the story. You tell me if this person needs counseling. All right. <laughs> Does this person need counseling? So after a devastating breakup and years without physical intimacy, intimacy, this uh, this guy named Rod, uh, he made a bold move to purchase a $2,000 sex doll named Karina. Mm. This guy, Rod, is a 54-year-old carpenter from rural New South Wales in Australia. I don't care where you're from. If your name is Rod, you probably have the need for sexual intimacy. He's been left, quote, frozen in a state of loneliness in 2001 when he ordered Karina online after searching for sexual stimulation tools. Despite having zero knowledge uh, about sex dolls, he says Karina changed his life in many ways and finally gave him something to care for. The doll became my synthetic physical companion. He says, slowly, my my heart started opening up and I was distracted from my grief of losing my ex-fiancee that just wouldn't go away by itself. 
Only two months after purchasing Karina, Rod made the big decision to introduce her to his mom in yeah. Victoria for Christmas. a boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> does Rod need uh, therapy? I think, honestly, and this is the, the truth, I think that the weirdest, uh, and if there's any part to be ashamed about of that whole thing, it's the sharing it with your mom. That's what you don't need to do. Yeah, I'm, yeah, not gonna, sure, I'm not going to shame you for laying with a rubber doll because, you know, that's your, that's your business. I don't care what, you know, what you do. But when you... <clears throat> When you take it to Thanksgiving and stuff, <laughs> it, it's only this is my it just makes it hard for mom, you know. But do whatever you need to do. By by all means, keep selling these dolls. Keep a you know. Hey, if, if this helped get you through your breakup, yeah, but, fine. It's in then taking your sex doll to meet your mother. That's yeah, the yeah. boundaries. Yeah, there there's something to at least be analyzed there that we gotta that we gotta think of. You know, kept that, talking about the girlfriend and the mom's like, when are we gonna meet this gal? It has mom, to happen at some point. I want to introduce you to Karina. She doesn't say much. I would just say, Mom, don't worry about it. I got it under control. There's... Now, she's nervous to meet you. She may not be talking <laughs> this first couple hundred times you see so her. So he, uh, he writes, Mom basically looked at her, Karina, as if she was poison. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay, I don't blame her. Uh, the 85-year-old mom was shocked, but after some encouragement, Rod's mom was picking out jewelry and clothes for Karina. He writes, in the end, she warmed up. It was like a long-lost daughter. Maybe. She really got into it. Maybe that's how he was reading it. Maybe she was just trying to be as supportive as possible. 85? Maybe she's got, you know, maybe she's got her own things going on upstairs. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? Some empty rooms? <laughs> yeah. Well, the guy bought another sex doll named Lauren for a discounted price of... No. Oh, no, wait a minute here. Don't this, go breaking up the family, Rod. Is this, is this a Christmas gift? Well, he so he bought Karina for $2,064. He bought Lauren for a straight-up $2,000 discount. Rod describes Lauren as a, quote, daydreamer and Karina's sister. <laughs> that distant look in her eyes. Yeah, that sort of a spaced-out look. <laughs> Always thinking I've got to find a photo. Do you have a photo? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, there's a photo. Okay. I, saw, I saw this on the Internet last night. Uh, Rod also started a long-distance relationship with a real woman named Jenny. She's from Vietnam. Oh. Not long after buying his two dolls. So while the couple are now, they're engaged. Uh, Rod claims there were tense moments when Jenny discovered Lauren and Karina. Which one's he engaged to? Jenny. The real one. The real one. Okay. Jenny's real. Lauren and Karina are fake. She accepted my hobby for some time and often would help me with some advice. Rod said his dolls keep him company when he can't be with Jenny. He uses his spare time to bathe, dress, pamper, and photograph them. And since buying the dolls, Rod has taken an interest in photography. <laughs> And manages an Instagram account at Karina underscore lovely, L-U-V-L-Y. It's dedicated to Karina's modeling shots. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not only has his social skills improved since ordering Karina, but Rod also secured a contract with a Chinese manufacturer to photograph promotional material for their line of adult toys. Ladies and gentlemen, this man turned this into a career. He's killing it. That's great. Yeah, there's there's room enough in the world for everything and everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Said, I'm not into it, but I'm saying it. <laughs> you said that was an Instagram account? Yeah. Karina underscore lovely. Am I spelling Karina correctly? K-A-R-I-N-A. Underscore L U V L Y. Oh, L U V. Lovely. Lovely. That's what always throws me off. So it'd be lovely. Mm hmm. Let's see. 
I gotta find this. Now, do, Rod does get to keep the dolls after photographing them. He says Jenny is really happy to support me, and that's the real girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, despite despite Rod's friends and family thinking his dolls are strange, uh, he says his dolls have a positive influence on his life. There yeah, you can't argue that. Look at that. There he is. Yeah, that's the guy I saw. I like the cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Or cowgirl hats, I apologize. Boy, cow, that cow, doll looks cow real. Cow doll hat. Now, this is Karina the blonde, right? Yeah. And then the space, the spaced out one. The, day, the, daydreamer. the daydreamer. The daydreamer, yes, is uh, Lauren. Hey, man, yeah, whatever whatever you're into, but this is um, wild involving the mother. Dang, by the, by the way, 12,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Have, uh, have we all shared a toothbrush with a partner before? Yes. I have. Um, do you see any problem with it? Problem? Absolutely not. Uh, it's not a regular thing. Yeah, these days, it's I, disgusting. I, these days I might think twice about it, only because it's been so long. But when I was a young man, uh, you know, dating a gal or something, I would share a toothbrush. It's, it's disgusting. I would rather put toothpaste on my finger and. I'm talking about with my wife, man. Like if, if we're. Like I don't care a, who it is. Yeah, if it's with someone hotel. you love, and it's just. Uh, I don't care who it's with. Hotel. You know, I'm I, we're out. I'm putting Oops, toothpaste on my finger and doing that. <laughs> no, it's it's a. I forgot my toothbrush, and it's already you know at night. I'll get I've another one. I've been with my wife since 1999. Well, you're better than all of us. <laughs> and I will still put toothpaste on my finger. Your finger's way nastier your finger than the toothbrush. Yeah. Is it though? I mean, yeah. probably. I mean, you kiss your wife, right? With, yes. yes. With your finger. (laughs) Uh, So here's an article. If you've ever been without a toothbrush and were tempted to use your partners, dentists across the country say, do not do it. Uh Uh-oh. One dental expert told the website Livestrong, it's bad, really bad to share a toothbrush. Another dentist said, there's never a good time to share a toothbrush with anyone. Oral experts, which... Scott, yep. What's up? <laughs> we, we have one know. of those. We have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oral experts say sharing a toothbrush can mess with your oral microbiome mm-hmm. or the billions of microbes that live in your mouth, leading you to possibly catch a virus or introduce something uh, that somebody else's microbes are associated with. Like yeah, but I mean, if they're going to cavities, gum but disease, you rinse, it, you rinse it off first under the spigot there. So, so again, yeah, because that, that two second rinse under lukewarm water. Ask them about making out or, or, or kissing or something like that. They're going to give you the same stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it's reasonable to hear this from a professional that's talking about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can think of a lot, of, a lot of worse things to do with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> For example, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about them. I don't want to say them. Hey, somebody said that those dolls we were talking about have an OnlyFans page. Good on him for making money with that. Ooh, what does he do on there? I don't know, but he's got four thousand and sixty-four dollars to to break even on on it so far. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a lot of yeah. money invested. It's a heck of a business. Yeah. Uh, dentists say that instead of using somebody else's toothbrush in a bind, apply some toothpaste to your finger oh. or a washcloth. Wrong. I think a washcloth would be worse, man. You're in a hotel yeah. and you put on oh. a washcloth. Yeah. Yeah. You never use the washcloth. Gross. That's a bad idea. in the coffee water. I take, yeah. uh, listen, I have, you know I travel with a biohazard bag. I put all the washcloths and the comforters right in the, in the biohazard yeah, bag. Yeah, get them out of there, boy. So you use toothpaste, uh, you know, on the finger or washcloth to wash the plaque from your mouth. Or just wait till tomorrow when you get home and brush them then. 
Oh, my God, somebody just sent us a still picture from this guy's OnlyFans page with the doll, and yucko. I don't know. Yep. Well, I guess hmm. if you pay for it, and you know what you're getting. I wouldn't pay to watch this man have sex with a silicone doll, but hey, it's not my thing. Hmm. <laughs> it's not my thing. Um, when considering names for your baby, you probably aren't considering which names are the sexiest. In fact, you're probably actively trying to avoid sexy names, but the people at uh, Love Honey put together lists of the sexiest male and female names, mostly by reviewing the character names in hundreds of romantic movies and, and books. Oh, so what, what basically what romance writers think are... Are sexy names. Uh, okay. I know what and, the number one is. And since it, since it sounds like they were focusing on frequency, the sexiest names are oh. mostly common ones, yeah, let me th- not let me... exotic or unique names. Okay, I, I bet Let's you, see if you, could I bet you we could guess. So if, if any of these books have been written in the last 30 years, I'm willing to bet you Dylan or Jack are on there. One of them is right. Wow, good Dang. job. Jack, I'm sure. Jack is the number one sexiest name for a guy. That's just wow. been like so popular for the last hundred was years. Was that Titanic? I, I thought it would be Titanic, and, and Dylan was from, uh, uh, what's the uh, Luke Perry? Um, yeah. Is the Luke oh, Perry yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Brandon? Nope. No, but, you know, Brandon is a good one. James. Again, we're talking 90210 stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking of hunks. James is number three. Mm-hmm. Steve? Nope. No. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say Brian, but let's go back to B names. Uh, Brendan or any? No, is there any B, exotic B name on here? Bob. Blake. <laughs> no, no, uh, Ben. 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 Uh, ben Dover. Uh, ben. Yeah, oh, ben, yep. hello. Good guy. Ben, ben has mystery to it. <laughs> Anything with three letters is very mysterious. Uh, there's, Jax, another, there's another three-letter an name on here as, as number five. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's like mystery to three letters. Right. Oh, Max. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, no, no, Max would be a good one, but it's Joe. Eh. All right. I take Joe, back the yeah. mystery thing. For that one in You particular. like Joe as a... Well, I like Joe. I'm just saying... Like, name. Yeah. Well, I'm Jack just saying it doesn't have mystery. Good names. Now it's Joe time. <laughs> uh, Nick. Nick is number two. Okay. Uh, then uh, Peter. Uh, All right. Peter. <laughs> well, that seems reasonable. Why uh, didn't sure, we think of yeah. that one? As far as uh, women's, women's names, what is the sexiest name for a woman? Belinda. <laughs> El- Elizabeth. Belinda did not make the top ten. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Mary is Mary. Whoa. Hmm. That is... Uh, uh-huh. Mary's number one, followed by Rachel. Just the religious connotation with Mary. I wouldn't think that that would have... Yeah, Mary Kate. seems old. Yeah. It must Kate. be like from a show. Uh, Julia. Uh, Eva. Su- Susan. Okay, Susan. Sophie. These are some old lady names. Uh, Mia, <laughs> Julie, Bella, and uh, Anna. Those are the sexy female names. Now, they didn't list the least sexy names, but let's try that out. The least sexiest names out there. For a guy, it would probably be something Both. like... Bartholomew. <laughs> yeah, Bart. Yeah. I, I would awesome. put Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob's Bob up is there. not a sexy name. Well, he uh, said Steve for the other one. Is that on there? There, There is no. We're just going to make this up. Will, oh, Wilford. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to play this game. Why not? Well, because we're just upsetting a, a solid population. Of <laughs> what, you going to upset all the Ernests out there? <laughs> this is not a fun game. All the, all the Normans. <laughs> this seems to be a lose-lose with the, uh, you know, the Edwards out there. I don't know. 
No, Edward. No, Edward is a sexy name, but that, that's, that's a vampire that's name. Yeah. You're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. He fixed that. You're right. You're right. Norman, come on, man. Howard. Garth. Howard. Ooh. Howard's Garth. coming back. Garth, I feel like that's going to come back. In the next 10 years or so, you're going to start seeing baby Garth. <laughs> baby <laughs> Garth. What about Dick? Yeah. That's a solid one, man. That's, that's fine. Yeah. That's a politician's name. Yeah. Hmm. Give me some lady ones. Ladies, um, Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. Wow. Mildred. Mildred. <laughs> Estelle. Estelle. Ethel. <laughs> Everybody throw out your grandma's name. Gertrude. Oh, yeah, Ethel. 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 Ethel seems like, I mean, that's something like a chimney sweep tells you. There's something, uh, it's a bunch of creosote and ethyl up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we got to clean that out. You know, I, I, maybe a couple of years ago I would say Helen, but uh, I think Helen. There's some cute Helens out there, probably. Some cute yeah, Helens Hel- out there. Helen's, Helen has its circle. It comes back. But uh, like no, no, uh, no cute uh, Bertha's out there. No cute Bertha. <laughs> yeah, that name Bertha, boy, that, that lost traction a while ago. <laughs> She's She makes a good golf club, though. Bertha? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, big Bertha. Oh, yeah. I bet you if there's a young Bertha out there, it's like, she's probably gorgeous. Is there something short? Bertha? Agnes. I mean, I mean, it, for, for uh, Bertha. Uh, Bertha? There's probably a 25-year-old Bertha out there that's just like... <laughs> Come on, man. Been Come on, guys. against that stereotype, <laughs> like proven that stereotype wrong this whole time. Has fought her whole life, 25 yeah. years, trying yeah. to get beyond that. Yeah. Here we go. And, Here are four idiots. She's and she, a- she introduces herself and goes, Bertha, and everybody goes, Bertha? Uh, like every time, it's repeated. She and, can't and, get a date. She's the hottest girl in the world. She can't get a date with the name Bertha. <laughs> is that short for something, though? Is, is Bertha a nickname? Elizabertha. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it is. I'm not going to say no to that because I have no idea. Hang on. Let's see. Bertha? I just hope there's, gotta be, I just yeah. hope there's a Bertha like and her last name child out there. Bertha, Bertha child. Bertha? Yeah. Short for something. Bertha an idea. Bertha can be Alberta or Roberta. Ah, uh, Roberta. My auntie, Roberta. My, my auntie sure. Bertha's real name is Alberta. Mm. Oh, here's a Bertha that was uh, originally at Elizabeth, so she chose it. Bertha can be short for Elizabeth, huh? Yeah, that's what it says. I didn't know that. It's a female Germanic name from Old High uh, German, Bertha meaning bright one. Yes. Probably in a different in Germany they probably still use it. It's yeah, probably still full blown Bertha. And that's and that was the stereotype that we were taught as as kids in our eighties is a big gal with a German accent, bacon pies named Bertha. Hey, mm. full blown Bertha is a good name for a band. <laughs> full blown Bertha. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I, I like yeah, that. Okay. You're right. Uh, the rule with engagement rings used to be what? What was the rule when it came to engagement rings? Three months of salary. Three months salary. That's was what you the mean, rule. Right? Or, you know, quote-unquote rule. But we might be drifting closer and closer to three days salary because a new poll found two-thirds of Americans don't think a diamond engagement ring is necessary anymore. You know who hates to hear that? John Roish oh, yeah. <laughs> at March Roish Jewelry. Uh, that's how many people said they'd be fine with giving or receiving a ring that doesn't have diamonds. You know, I got a, I have a friend that uh, just got engaged, and they went to actually more Royce. They didn't do a diamond ring. They did something else, like a different stone. Different stone, yeah. And people are moving more into that direction, you know, different, unique stones. Uh, 74% of young people said they'd be fine with not giving or getting an engagement ring with a diamond in it, uh, compared to 50% of baby boomers. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, the... Moritz Royce's that are really worried about that. It's the de beers. The, yeah, the actual diamond yeah. right. manufacturers. Now, top 
top alternatives people would go for, like an all-metal or all-gold ring, an emerald instead of a diamond, a sapphire instead of a diamond, and one of seven people would even consider a ring tattoo. Now, choosing which, a ring... Which is, so far in, in the history of friends that I know that get that, that's the curse. <laughs> yeah, bad here. idea. <laughs> that's the curse, man. Bad idea. <laughs> it's a little too relaxed, I think, in some ways. Does it... I mean, it seems like it a, a great idea, except for time. a statistic. Yeah. Just looking at looking on paper at the ones we know, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. <clears throat> well, great idea at the time, and a bad idea when you're getting it removed after your <laughs> tenth session yeah. <laughs> at the laser removal place. Yeah. Now, choosing a ring together is also trendier than it used to be. That's what we did. Together, I think about yeah. ten years ago, that never would even be a thought. I know. I know, but it was definitely the thing to do. It makes sense, I guess, you know. Yeah, we went and saw John Royce, and, so. and we, we talked to him. We, we had our ideas, and it was the way to go. Not not only for, for me and my wife, but, like, just the, the, the facts that we got, you know, because she stuck out her hand, and he's like, oh, this is why your ideas won't work, but here's what will work with your ideas. Let's, let's do this, and it was the right call. Yeah, I mean, of course you want to get a ring that the other person's going to enjoy and love for the rest of their life and not... Have it be a guessing game. It makes sense, but it's you know tradition. It makes yeah. no sense to follow the tradition. No sense to guess on something that's going to be so, you know, thought of and symbol and in this and that and that she's has, you know supposedly going to wear for the rest of her life. Like, come on, I'm going to guess. I'm going to rely on my instincts, my no, lack of education. That's no why way. you go to the uh, John Royce's out there because I went to him and did the old school route, and he asked all these questions about. Her personality, this is a this, and he nailed it. Like, it is exactly what, she, well, maybe she's pretending, but uh, but it no, seemed like you, she was thoroughly so, excited. But about you it. went to the person with the education, yeah, with, yeah I with wouldn't the, have done it myself. Real knowledge, but most people don't no. do that. 71% of millennials say that's the way to go now, is bring in your partner up there. But don't you take the surprise out of it? I like the idea of, of telling the one that you want to marry, say, close your eyes, <laughs> and then, uh, Start tattooing yeah. them. Yeah. With our <laughs> Williams. Yeah. Hope you say yes because I'm giving this to you. That's, That's, sweet, great, man. That's a great idea. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> uh, the average person looks at eight different rings before buying one. Uh, some traditions are still popular. Like over half said getting down on one knee. That's still important. And a third think asking for the parents' blessing is too. So those are traditions that. All right. That I makes sense. Important. That are important. Well, listen, let's say the engagement doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> let's say, you know, the fiance leaves you. What to do now? Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. You'll never be alone with this. This is Hanky's Toys uh, uh, Captain's Hook, which comes, by the way, in four sizes. Four sizes. None of them are small, so even though is, one of them's labeled. Small. So Hanky's Toys is the that's the, the brand. That's right. Captain's no. Hook is the Captain's Hook. Would they have a brand ambassador drive this around the country? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this, Clemvis? You got the look at this. Look at the size of that. Oh yeah. Okay, so I have a picture here uh, that has it next to me. It's a dong. A, I mean, it's a, a giant can. dong. It's a oh, I it, well, it, it's a yeah, giant dong, but it's also it's got like, a hook. Se severely curved. Severely curved. <laughs> Severely. Uh, the description of this is, uh, it says, this pirate is ready for booty. <laughs> 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 it's 
Take the captain's hook from Hanky's Toys Home and you'll be hooked. And then I can't finish the sentence. Yeah, can't finish that one. Uh, a, a pricey uh, a price point here at $144.95. I believe that is the price for the large. Wow. I don't know if the price goes up or down with the size. I'm assuming I'm assuming for the extra large, that, you're paying a bit more. This isn't in the review, but I did notice when I was going over a, a bunch of different reviews. Not only can you pick the different size, you can pick the firmness. There's like a oh, really? 75%, like a scale, huh? 100%, 50%. Yeah. Oh. And those were very, very involved in, in the in the reviews. Tell you that. <laughs> well, it's great to have options if you have the money to Yeah, unless you buy the wrong stuff. one, then you got to go down a size and you all of a sudden you're $300. Yeah, out, in the and hole. Then... Yeah. Over, no, over, <laughs> stop it. Overwhelmingly five stars across the board, including this anonymous uh, uh, re reviewer. Five stars says, uh, just arrived today and at first glance easily exceeds my expectations. I can't wait to have this bad boy at 200 RPMs. By the way. Oh, it does vibrate, huh? No, it doesn't. This person wanted to use it on like a mechanical sort of thing. Uh, it says okay. all over it. Warning, you probably shouldn't do that. It does say that. Uh, really good quality product. Cleans well. Definitely holds its own. Just to be sure. Uh, no, just be sure to really check the sizing before buying. The size is very accurate to what it says it will be, and it's very hard to determine until you get it in person. I think I should have gone a size smaller. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, at least for casual use for now. But uh, I saved this for my um, special occasion. Still very enjoyable. We'll definitely have another toy in the near future. Thank you. I'm definitely hooked on the captain. <laughs> and then the next one says, I, matey, the captain's hook is an abrupt change in direction. But if you follow the map on your starboard side and angle the hook skillfully, rare treasure awaits you 10 out of 10. <laughs> and I wish wow. I lived the kind of life where I could have that much fun with a review with yeah. a product like this. I mean, just go, you know, can you just imagine for a minute, just... You sit down, you use this thing, you say, man, that was fun. I got to make a quirky review about this. The so world must know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I must let everybody know. Yep. Well, that's uh, the Captain's Hook, uh, courtesy of Hanky's Toys. Five out of five stars, quite pricey at $145. It's a $144.95, but it's $145. Yeah. Uh, it can't. looks like it's something for the expert, though, something I mean, for the more experienced. I yeah. still, I still, um, I can't believe it. I believe can't, it. I can't. I can't because of the size, you mean? It's... I can't believe. Yeah, that's bigger yeah, than that guy's yeah. arm. I yeah. mean, that's... Makes... Yeah, okay, not for the novice. I just yeah. can't connect it. I, I'm, I can't... can't do it. Well, thank you, Moon. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I mean, people impress me, me every day. Let me pivot into commercials here. <laughs> we can't explain it either. People impress me every day, and every Monday, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll regroup, if you would, uh, with some emails. Hi, this is Brandon Saad, and you're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, the game-winning goal last night. Let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show at 105.7 The Point. Dot com. Uh, so last week we were talking, and quite a few times I can talk about this. So if you're to send somebody a St. Louis food care package, what would you put in the care package? Columbus, the one item you would put in your St. Louis food care package. Uh, can you ship a pizza? I mean, yeah. Emo's pizza? Emo's pizza. That's probably everybody's first thought. Yeah. Yep. Easy, easy to freeze. Is that the first thought when it comes to St. Louis? It's Emo's pizza as far as food goes. Well, for, for, for unique me, it's, food, yeah. Yeah, for me it's something else. But but yeah. as far as like if I'm bringing in logistics in, into play, 
then yeah, I would say Emo's Pizza yeah. probably is first. If you got a buddy in town and you want to show them how uh, you know something unique to the to the town, yeah, Emo's. Is that St. Louis's like signature? Thing? I mean, toasted well, raviolis, yeah, toasted but you, you get them there, too. So. Yeah, if we're talking brand, if we're talking brand and thing, well, uh, St. Louis-style pizza uh, and Emo's yeah. is... Yeah, that's one of them, or, I mean, it's only for food, right? Not for beverage or anything? Gooey butter cake. Yeah, gooey butter cake. Luis's toasted raviolis. Because those are in every store across the country. Well, we have an email, all right? Uh, when I come back to St. Louis, I, I always bring some key items back to where he's going with them. He goes to Nona's Homestyle Foods on Gravoy to snag about 10 to 15 pounds of breaded raviolis. I also love marinara, so I so I grab about 10 pounds of that. I guess the owner used to work help and help run Fazio's. Uh, then goes to Joya's on Macklin to uh, grab a frozen log of hot salami. Say that again? Frozen <laughs> log of hot salami. Uh, he then heads to Sam's Club for the two-pound tubs of Emo's Rope Provel cheese. <laughs> he usually grabs around seven to eight tubs. Uh, then he heads to Schnooks to grab a couple blocks of dry ice for his long journey home to uh, Concord, North Carolina. Yeah, imagine that suitcase, boy. <laughs> yeah. So he also can't leave out uh, Blue City Deli. Uh, yeah. He said that's his favorite uh, deli sandwich shop. Oh, yeah. And if, if you're into that style, too, and you're down by the Grove, check out the Gramophone sandwich. Yeah, I've never had that. I've only been to Blue, so Celt- good, Blue City once. They they smash it and yeah. and and I mean like Blue City is obviously like known for that you know Gramophone is kind of like a different sort of scene but mm-hmm. man the sandwiches are just like a hidden gem mm-hmm. you had you had that not a Gramophone no I've been to Blue City Deli waited in that line and it's worth it boy they got they got good stuff there but Gramophone I haven't been to I mean I've been there but uh, yeah. it was Dude, years get, ago get a sandwich even yeah. if you're just there for a beer with friends or something like just just get a sandwich but it says yeah there's a at, at Blue City there's a line usually around the corner yeah yeah but it's worth it and it goes fast and you get a sandwich that you won't get anywhere else. Uh, hey, Meat Sacks, can you give your honest opinion? Who's the better drummer? Your two options are John Bonham and Neil Peart. Who's, who's my favorite? Who's my favorite? Who's the better who's... drummer? Say again. Neil Peart. Can Parrott. you guys give your honest opinion on who's the better drummer? Your two options are John Bonham and Neil Peart from... <clears throat> I, I'm a Neil guy. I'm a Rush guy. I mean, he's probably... I think Neil would be technically better, but as far as uh, overall showman and who you'd want to see uh, and who brings the most joy, it's got to be Bonham. I would think John Bonham. If, you know, if I, I think technical drummer, you know, Neil from Rush. Uh, He's but a if, teacher. He does all kinds of stuff. But if you ask famous drummers out there now who their biggest influence is, most of them would say John Bonham. Yeah. Yeah, the quintessential is big, sloppy drummer. That's Maybe because like. Led Zeppelin's music was more mainstream than Rush's stuff. That's why they say John Bonham. Yeah, and it's kind of unfair to compare them to. That is an unfair yeah. comparison. Yeah, it's really kind of doing, like you could pick anybody. Yeah. They're doing two different things, and I've never seen Neil play Zeppelin, and I've never seen Bonham play Rush. I'll say I'm a bigger Zeppelin fan, so John Bonham for me. Yeah, I'd go with Bonham, too, just because he's probably more fun to watch, flailing around like animal. Go ahead, Scott. I was going Neil. I mean, I've, pl- I've played with a lot of technical drummers, though, and sometimes it's it's great and sometimes it's awful. And I've played with a lot of field drummers, and sometimes it's great and sometimes it's awful. Really depends on the job. Uh, these are t- these are that's those are two both, different. Uh, those are two different jobs. Uh, on Thursday, Moon talked about finding finding vinyl in antique stores, and I'm curious what some of your best finds have been. 
Oh, my best finds. Um, I have found two original pressings. So, like, the original goes from uh, on Boston Records. Um, it's, there's uh, somebody in the neighborhood, I guess, that uh, has given up a lot of the same stuff that I listen to, Boston and some of the other 70s kind of stuff that's around there. And I found two original pressings, the original Boston record and I think the third the third record. So those are, like, prize finds mm-hmm. for me. And they're in, like, perfect condition. So those were fun. Um, I found a couple other ones, some country records that are a little torn up, but they were, like, again, first pressing, first edition. Um, and those were all found for what I don't know, six bucks or something, yeah. ten bucks or something in an antique shop. So those were those were hooray. You do the finds. vinyl thing, uh, Columbus? Uh, no, I don't. But one of the guys that travels with me is a big collector, and so a lot of times on the road we'll spend time uh, at record shops. <clears throat> and this guy is a ace at finding. Um, you know, he does forty fives basically, mm-hmm. uh, and he can find these old forty fives in these dollar bins. Some of them that I mean, I've seen him find records that are worth three, four, five hundred dollars. Yeah. Jeez. And what he does, he'll and so the guys don't raise an eyebrow when he checks out. He'll buy like a stack about this big of dollar ones with that five hundred dollar one yeah. squashed in the middle. <laughs> squashed in the middle. Just so the guy doesn't because you just show run up to the thing with, Oh, I want this. He'll be like, All right, let me Google that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You squish that in the middle of a stack of crap, man, you can get that five hundred dollar record. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't realize yeah. there was that. Yeah, because they're sharks, man. Those vinyl guys are crazy. Well, you're talking about vi- vinyl shops. The, uh, the antique shops. This is an antique shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talking it's about. He slightly says, different. He says some of his finds at an antique shop, uh, the original pressing of Black, uh, Black Sabbath self-titled, cool. the first pressing of Led Zeppelin IV, and a couple weirder ones like Marty Robbins' Gunfighter Ballads, and a 12-inch single of One Night in Bangkok from Murray Head. All right. <laughs> I remember that song. Usually a lot of Herb Albert in those. Uh, it's uh, always Herb. Yeah, he that, sold a ton of records. Yeah, good covers too. I mean, good uh, you know album yeah. covers, but he's uh, he's always in those in those uh, thrift stores. Uh, you guys mentioned Karen's Diner on the show before. Yeah, um, new to St. Louis. New to St. Started Louis. Started in Australia, right? Yeah, it's an Australian thing. Have you heard of this place, Karen's Diner? I didn't know there was one in St. Louis, but I've heard of it. Yeah. You you remember up in Chicago that Ed DeBevick? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of they're, they're kind of a concept is that they're mean to you, right? Yeah. Right. So Karen's Diner is. Mean women are waitresses, and they do, they yell at you and curse you out. I'm glad that can fly these days. How's it going? Is it going good for them? Uh, somebody who wrote us here stumbled on this, uh, and they sent a reel from Facebook of somebody's experience. And uh, the waitress throws the food on the table for four, flips them off, and grabs an onion ring off the dude's plate and eats it. I'm wondering <laughs> how, how it's doing. Like, the food, like, in, in the video, the food looked pretty good. Like it looked like a pretty. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder. Good I mean, how could there. it? How could it not become a PR nightmare at some point when somebody doesn't get it, uh, and then ruin it for the whole thing? You know, like well, why would you go that's there? That's probably if, what they want. If you just needed a burger and you didn't know, and you oh, got this in place there. looks like a nice burger sta- a burger establishment. Are sweet. You walk in. Even so, you probably want that. But even if you did, I mean, will they really say uh, I mean, over and over again? Will, they, will their final word be, "This is what we do here. We're joking." If you're like that lady called me a blank. And you were really offended by how right. far she took it. Uh, would you, you know? Could you get a response out of them that is more than just like, "That's what we do, pal." Man, I want to go there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That is so hey, fun. I want to go there with you. <laughs> it's a date. It's a date. What's it on the Yelps? Uh, right now, it looks like um, with uh, you know a sizable amount of reviews, three and a half stars. There's a bunch of five stars, a couple three stars, a couple two, and a couple one stars. Um, what, and the, what are they saying? Though? Well, what is, here's a couple five stars. Karen's is 110% worth the weight. The experience was amazing. The staff was rude and the food was good. I cannot wait to uh, have take more people to this diner. The next one, uh, enjoyed the service. Food was amazing. Everyone going there. The ambiance, amazing too. Everyone was doing their job. Hoping I can come back soon. Then here's a, here's a three star. Here's a good example of a three star. The service was terrible. Exceptional. Bad. 
I don't know how to word it, but it met the expectations set forth by this restaurant. Rude staff with unique personalities steal the show and make for a truly memorable experience. This is truly the first time I have been able to reflect on a restaurant 24 hours later and recall most, if not all, of the waiters and waitresses in the in the restaurant. So maybe they're giving that that review in the spirit of uh-huh. them oh, okay. That's then, what I would being mean to you. Then it says, however, do not forget that this is a restaurant first and foremost. As mm. such, food quality is not subject to the same bad service standard, and unfortunately the food was a step below mediocre. The burgers were dry, the cheese curds came out, blah, 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 blah. Now, this person does say the fries were fantastic. And then, like, the worst review that I read, shoot, I got to find it. It said something like, this was awful, it wasn't worth it, it was subpar, the fries were exceptional. Mm. So the fries are no, good. The fries seem to be the best. <laughs> oh, here I, went there. Meh. Uh, I don't know why anybody would come here. The food is so very subpar, except for the fries. Incredible. Mm. Uh, while there were some funny parts, the service sucks. Not because of the attitude, I get that, but that I asked the waiter. And they went on and said, I asked the waiter for a napkin, didn't get a napkin. Like, hey, can we be serious for a second? I yeah, that's napkin. what I did. I got that Time napkin. Out. <laughs> Seriously, I wanted Diet Coke. This isn't a bit. <laughs> You're ruining my lunch. Diet Coke! <laughs> No, I went, you know, I'm remembering as we say this, I went into a place in Chicago, uh, not Ed's, but it was a, a hot dog Oh, place, the Wiener Circle. The Wiener Circle. Been there. No idea that that was the concept. <laughs> That's great. And I was like, it wasn't busy or anything, and this lady, you know, she was rushing me, and, and I'm like, why, why would you be acting like this to me? And just walked in here for a hot dog. I didn't know until I left. Oh, man, then they give it to you. Ooh. Yeah. I thought they were just in a bad mood. I didn't, you know, I didn't see the. Oh, they'll uh, mother f you too. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> What's this I was called? Looking the, around like it's called the Wiener Circle. Oh, I've never the been Wiener Circle. That's that. what it was. Yeah. It is funny that you place. walked into a place called the Wiener Circle without knowing anything about it. Well, somebody <laughs> took me there. And they go, "These are exceptional <laughs> hot dogs." It was really good with the, with the, the Chicago style. And yeah, the, it was ex- and the, the hot dogs were exceptional. But I had no idea. That, I thought she was honestly just being mean to me. No, no, that's that's the way they are there. All right, let's take a break. This is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. Thomas is here. Hi, Mike guys. Scott's in the studio. Hi. Hi, Scott. There's Moon to my left. Hey, energy up. Uh, Going to get to uh, sports here in just a moment, but uh, so the NFL regular season, it's over. So Week 18, done in the books. So that means our Riz Show Fastlane Pick'em Challenge is done and in the books. And yeah, I did concede. Did you get? We, we lost this year. We lost. We lost the fast lane. Takes a big man to say that with what us. What's the final one, man? Uh, who knows? Because they after make- they beat us, they stopped making picks. So, mm. so they didn't even see it out, huh? They didn't even see it out, which means they're not doing their weekly punishments. Yeah, it's almost better to be the loser in that situation, isn't it? Which, in the spirit of the game, it's not. It's, they didn't play. Yeah, they didn't play. If they're not, if they weren't doing weekly punishments, they weren't playing the game like we were with the airsoft gun. But you know what? It's fine. I will graciously. Such a big man. <laughs> graciously. I will graciously, so gracious. graciously lose. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so come February, come after the Super Bowl, for the next month, uh, the Riz Show will be presented by the Fast Lane. Okay. And I will do the Polar Plunge, and the, the fellows are with me. We'll do the, the Polar Plunge to uh, benefit uh, Special Olympics. Where do you got to do that at? Uh, they do it at Lake St. Louis. All right. Yeah. Last year, There's the Fastlane guys there. did it. Last year, the Fastlane guys did it. On a 73-degree day. Yeah. A 73-degree <laughs> winter and day. And if you remember, they were supposed to do it very quickly afterwards and ended up being, well, what, like a month and a half or two yeah, months just wait till July and yeah, take a so pole to plunge. <laughs> yeah, so, again, putting a, putting a bow on this thing. Yeah. Uh, 
Moon, who lost? Well, who are the winners and losers yeah, of Week 18? Let's go over the winners, baby. With 12. Rizzuto! Wow. Congratulations. And let me tell you, my man. Well, I don't think there's more. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have the overall... As far as both teams, you know, in this in the whole overall, with the 18-week final score of 180 in first place of everybody, Scott Rizzuto. Whoa! Okay. I had no idea. That's why I you're no so. Idea. That's, that's why you're right. so confident Whoa. in taking this L. Tell you what. <laughs> you're still going to sleep at night knowing that's, you're number one. That's right. Hey man, in second place, I had 10. Yeah, baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And overall, with 159. So you know, just a couple, two, three underneath you. Uh, I was uh, I was number four, tied for All number right. four. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, let's see, Polo, ten, second place, tied right. for second. Which uh, means King Scott comes in for his fifth loss at uh, at nine. Uh, really? That's right, fifth loss. Now, oh, I, Scott. now maybe this will take the edge off of what you're about to experience. Second place overall between the two teams with 163 was King Scott. Oh. He was second place overall. There you go. You beat hey, Anthony Stalter. High fives, guys. High fives. Oh, high, high five. five. Look it. at that. I'm happy for you guys. You guys, <laughs> oh, man. You guys. <laughs> you have five shots coming your way. Polo. Clavis will take the. Clavis Thank you. Do you mind if I shoot you? <laughs> oh, please. I'll do it. That'd be fun. You going to shoot him? Do you want to do it now? You want to do it after I do the sports report? I don't care. Whenever you think's best. Oh, let's do it now. Let's okay. do it now. Let's do it now. Let's, let's do it now. Okay, so so wait, and, and Clavis, I don't think you have a clue how bad this no, I don't. this gun hurts. Would you like an example? Would you like to try? Would would you put your butt on the line and? Uh, you guys can shoot me. To, to yeah, yeah. Have Scott. How about you shoot Clavis first? I'll take. Can one, I take one, one shot? In the can touch. I take one of his shots and give him four? Was what? That no. Oh, that's happened. I'd like to. I mean, just as a, as a gesture. I mean, of, that's a pretty. Goodwill that's a pretty amazing friend right there. In tribute, like, or I'll ta- I, or I, I'll take one and I'll still shoot one. him five times. I had four last week, and I'll tell you, it was excruciating. <sighs> I'm, just, I, I'm, and I'm f- interested to see if it's uh, as bad as you guys say, or if you're hamming it up. So I'm, I'm willing to take uh, a well, shot. Yeah, okay. I would I, love for you to take a shot to see if we're hamming it. Fine. Up. Shoot you me. You know what? He'll take one of your shots. You're shoot me. All right, good. Holy smokes. He's going to take one of your shots. Wow, I'm such a pushover today. Thank you. All right, let's do it. It's because right. I'm in a good mood. Okay. So do you get to, who's going to shoot me? Scott, Scott will shoot Scott you first. Okay. Okay. It's only fair. Out of respect. Scott, you going to take my butt out? Yeah, now put it up against the, yeah, go up against the wall there. Just your undies. Let's see if he's got a lot of gear. Rosy red marks on him. Clive has got a lot of gear. He's got to <laughs> 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 take off. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. <clears throat> All right. Uh, All right, here we go. Let me uh, see what kind of it, undies Clavis is wearing. All right, what kind of undies? Good probably kind. a belt buckle on his undies. Uh, they're Halloween underwear. Oh, happy Halloween. Halloween underwear, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, those are great. Oh, those are great. Right. They got skeletons on okay. them. Okay, uh, bend, bend down there, down? Scott. Level out, level out, level out. Okay, okay here we go. Okay. Count it down. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, that hurt. He's that laughing. Hurts. What happened? You hit it him in gets, the middle? No. I, no I, 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 yeah. <laughs> that hurts, man. It hurts worse than you thought, yeah, right? Yeah, boy, it does. It doesn't sound like it's going to hurt, and then it, it feels like somebody uh, stung me or pinched me or something. <laughs> it gets much worse with three or four. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, it doesn't hurt at first, but then it gets it gets. Yeah, it's getting built. worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm nervous because I have to pee so bad. I'm like, oh. I better not go right now. Yeah, I got to pee, too. That didn't right. help, man. I appreciate, right, you for taking I appreciate that you being honest that's with the, the pain, but the fact that you just laughed at it, like, that's... You so can't, because it's such an un... Uh, <laughs> a feeling. You, it sounds like... 
<laughs> you can't describe it first. And it, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. Oh, you want to try to? It's either laughing or crying. Uh, you want him to cry? Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Maybe right. maybe laughing is crying for a clown. Perhaps yeah. he's crying. Yeah, I'm all mixed up. In all right, give him four. Give him four. Go over there, Scott. Take right your punishment like a man. So this is your line right here. Oh, Two up to this line. Now you're gonna alternate cheeks. Yeah. Uh, you want or, or Scott? Do you want? Just to, just to get do you want one. two on one? No, no, no. We're on le left, right, left, right. Left, I'm right, left, a, right. I'm kind of a bullseye guy. Boy, no, Scott's no, got a no, small no, tush, no, by the way. No, because then that's where the make sure it's oh, on the cheek. Hit the skin, huh? Yeah, hit the cheek. Scott's got a small tush, doesn't he? Yeah, it's cute. Ready? Count it down. Three, two, one. Oh, three, two, one. Oh, same spot. Oh, three, two, one. Oh, oh, man. I love how he goes, I'm kind of a bullseye. Oh, man. <laughs> what that's, a fun game. That's fun, isn't that? <laughs> oh, that stings so bad. You can cry, Scott. It's okay. There you go, My buddy. My stomach feels good now. Well, that's that. Let's put the gun back in the mothballs. Oh, man. Goodness. That's it for the year. I'm wearing jeans fun. next year. That's it. That is fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, so last night, Minnesota, the Blues shut out the Wild 3 to nothing. Goalie Thomas Grice stopped all 35 shots. Brandon Saad scored the only goal that was needed on a first-period power play. Uh, Brayton Shen scored an insurance goal in the third period and then scored an empty netter at the end. Blues won, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Blues won 3-1 three, three on this four-game road trip. Is it Grice or Grease? I always, I, I always read it as Grease, but is it Grice? It's Grice. <sighs> That's it. It's the midpoint of the season. That's it. Here we are. Halfway through the Halfway year, Halfway huh? through. And then on a strong note, uh, the Blues are at home tomorrow night against Calgary, and then they play Calgary again at home on Thursday. So less than a week after Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest and needed to be resuscitated on the field. Pittsburgh Steelers mimed doing CPR while celebrating a sack. Uh, during their win over the Browns, uh, a Steelers linebacker, Alex Highsmith, sacked Sean Watson while Highsmith was still lying on his back. A teammate came over and did chest compressions before helping him to his feet. Um, it just can't be possible that anyone was attempting to mock what happened to DeMar, but the internet seems pretty unanimous that this it was not a great luck. A little tacky. A little tacky. Hey, practice makes perfect. So as you probably heard by now, Hamlin uh, had his breathing tube removed on Friday. He's speaking. He was also live-tweeting Buffalo's win over the Patriots yesterday, and he was psyched when the Bills returned the opening kickoff 96 yards for a touchdown. Here's what that sounded like. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. All right, so, so the thing happens with Hamlin and the next play, basically, the Bills return a kickoff for a touchdown. I saw trending on Twitter yesterday, the NFL is rigged. <laughs> it's hard to say. That's it's hard little, to say. Yes. That's a little too perfect, isn't it? I mean, eh, you know. Perhaps this, if it was a round ball, I would believe it. Yeah, I mean, think about how hard it would be. I could understand a, a, a lot of that, those theories and all that kind of stuff, but I mean. You, well, yeah, you got to believe it's not true, but I mean, at the same time, sometimes these things are just too. The first play yeah. since Hamlin's collapse. Yeah. It's a return for a touchdown at home. 
So I guess you'd make it more believable that it was, uh, you know, just a great talented uh, player if you had two of them. You know, I did one to can't prove anything. Hmm. I just saw that trending on Twitter yesterday. Like, yeah. NFL's rigged. Did you watch it? Did I see it happen? Yeah. Yes. And uh, did you think that it, in any of those defenders that are professional tacklers and runners, runner afterers, were, were like, you know, pulling something? <sighs> I don't know. Running I, a little I was slower? Like, I, well, I said, you got to be kidding me. Well, whenever he caught it, all the defenders just fell on the ground. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, is there is there obvious, like, look at this guy. He, he runs at an average of 21 miles an hour, and here he's 14 miles it's, an it, hour. Listen, if it's it's a great story, it's a ho- it's a Hollywood thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Um, you know, and, and he's getting better, and he was live tweet, and, you know, speedy recovery. So get ready for three days of playoff football starting on Saturday of next week. NFL Super Wild Card Weekend coming with six games. So Saturday, 49ers, Seahawks, Chargers, Jaguars. Sunday, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings, Ravens, Bengals. And then Monday, next Monday the 16th, is the Cowboys and Bucks. Hey, admittedly, I'm not the pro. Uh, I'm not the, the, the professional here. Which is why I'm asking: Is it normal for the Saturday thing, uh, having NFL yes. games like yes. that toward, towards the end of the yes. season? Mm-hmm. I really freaking enjoyed it. I even told my wife, I was like, "Hey," because I, I sat down and watched Chiefs game. I had a Chiefs hat, Chiefs sweatshirt on. I was on, and I, I said, "Man, I really like having this Saturday Imagine afternoon." You on your couch with a little pennant, like a Go team, But I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm a, fa- I'm not fair weather fan, but like you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fair weather supporter, I suppose, as far as like setting time aside. And I really enjoyed it on a Saturday afternoon. And the fact that they own Sunday is kind of maybe one of the few turnoffs to me, to putting setting aside all this time on a Sunday. Whereas if they did more Saturday afternoon games, I think it would probably benefit them. Yeah, and they do the playoff games Saturdays too. I knew that, but um, or I think I remembered that, but I just didn't remember the Saturday afternoon games. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Dude, yesterday was great. I did nothing but watch football yesterday. It was, I needed that. Uh, college football will crown a national champion tonight. College football playoff championship game is between who? Come on. Roll Tide, baby. Nope. No. Uh, uh, no. Oh, jo- yeah. Georgia's, Longhorns. Georgia's trash TCU now, too. TCU and Georgia. Congrats. Oh, right. Right. Oh, Georgia is in. <laughs> Get that glazed over look. I'm trying to think Listen, of a I'm fr- by, by family and by default, I'm not supposed to root for anybody but Alabama. So, Alabama, sir. TCU, Georgia tonight. They play at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. You can watch, uh, watch it on the ESPN family of networks beginning at 6.30. So the main broadcast is on ESPN. A megacast will be spread over ESPN2, ESPNU, ESP News, and streaming channels. Uh, The alternate feeds uh, will include Pat McAfee's field pass radio broadcast feeds for Georgia and TCU, and then a Skycam view and feed for both marching bands. Nice. Nice. They thought of everything. You see the high school thing they did yesterday? I guess that's like a a normal thing. They have the all-star, or not all-star, whatever the all-American... Oh, shoot. Did they do that in Dallas? Uh, Yeah, it was before the Chiefs game. I was hunting around for the Chiefs Chiefs game. game. It was was before that. I think it was in in Vegas, right? Allegiant Allegiant Stadium. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it was so cool watching these high school kids, like these high school studs that are, like, going for it, you know, going for college, going for NFL, like play on a field like that. It was awesome watching them, like, really give it their all. And You know know who I really feel bad for? And we have a lot of, you know, our our tailgating crew down in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. they are now going to do the AFC Championship game if the Chiefs and Bills are in it at a neutral site. <gasps> no! Oh, that is so cheap. So it's not going to be Come an on. arrowhead. Uh, because of the Buffalo because fans of the that Buffalo were so upset? Thing. Oh, no! 
Oh, the Tequila Gators got robbed. The Tequila Gators. Missouri got robbed. And in men's college basketball, the Billikens beat St. Bonaventure on Saturday over at Chaffetz, 78-55. The uh, line I beat, number 14, Wisconsin, 79-69. And number 20, Mizzou beat Vanderbilt, 85-82. And that's your sports. All right, one final break. We'll come back, and we're going to wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. Well, that is it for us. Uh, first off, I want to thank Mr. Clownvis for coming in. Dude, always a pleasure, guys. Thank I you. always love when you're here. We always have a good time, a lot of laughs. Absolutely. He so he he loves you so much that you're now Mr. Clownbus. Did you, did you Mr. Clownbus? Oh, yeah. That's from that shot in the butt I took. I think I earned the Mr. <laughs> no, you definitely do. Thank you for that, man. <laughs> I've not had a friend like that in ages. I really appreciate that. Anything to plug? Uh, yeah, February 11th. I'm at the Red Flag. It's the Clownbus Lovers Soiree. Right. Yeah. Tickets on sale now at RedFlagSTL.com. It's a soiree. That's yeah. fancy. Fancy. You still got fancy the beer going? Yeah, the beer is still on the shelves of some places, I believe. it's uh, They're done with making it now, but if it's on the shelves, it's still out there for you. I think it was at Randall's last time I was there. Awesome. So. Bahiga Strawberry Lager, the Clownvis beer out there by Sudbury. Yeah, that was a great success, by the way. It was. They made it. They ended up making it twice as long as they uh, were going to, and they That's sold awesome. a lot of it, and everybody's happy. Well, thank you, Clownvis. Thank you, guys. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Well, firstly, on our socials, if you want to see uh, Clownvis take, you know, play tribute with some of those shots for for King Scott for the NFL Pick'em the last week, that is on our Instagram right now at R I Z Z Show on all of our socials on the blog. Sexy time fun facts, Riz news, crap on celebrities. Uh, Karen's diner employee might have gotten in a little bit of trouble. Our diamond engagement rings going away. The sexiest name for names for men and women are really common ones. We have the whole list, and then. Uh, if you're looking for a job, the Wiener Mobile tour schedule is on our blog, and they are looking for a professional. Like, it's a it's a tough gig to get. And for pro wieners. And it's pretty cool. Also, you're not going to want to miss the uh, the video of Footloose with realistic audio. They took the music out and just left the audio in it. Uh, it doesn't. We, we can't even do it justice on the radio. You've got to see the video. It's on the Crap on Celebrities uh, section of the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast title is Pepperoni on My Nine Inches. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we forgot to get to the story about your mother. Uh, we'll, Ooh, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh. Don't you dare tell oh me that something I just said reminded gosh. you of that. <laughs> no, I have it written down on my Don't stuff. Don't you dare. It's Mama I have it written down on the stuff to talk about today. We just didn't get to it. Yeah, we we'll so get much to, fun. We'll get to it. We'll get to it tomorrow. She's uh, a beautiful lady. A special she's, lady. She's so funny. A special lady. Oh, 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 oh. Anything else, guys? That's it, man. Yeah, I think All that's right. it. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Hot Shots, a proud <laughs> sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Molly Castleton from Harden, Illinois. Yeah, Molly! The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.